0: Log Talk Radio. Hey, Chiefs Kingdom, you gotta fight for your ride! <laughs> and now,
1: from the IMLD Home
0: Studios,
1: in its 11th season. You are listening to, in much less detail, the podcast, where we cut through the noise and give you your NFL breakdown in much less detail. Now your hosts, Jay and Bray. Yeah. That's what's up. I'm pumped now, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do this. So how you like the open?
2: Uh it's a thing. <laughs> I was waiting for you to introduce the nineteen ninety-nine Chicago Bulls. Scotty Pippin. <laughs>
1: I definitely went overboard on the open. I understand that. It's our show. We can do what the hell That's we That's
2: right. Want. It's a it's 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 the football party.
1: That's right. Two hour live party previewing the twenty twenty three season. We are live on the air. This is not Kings of Non We are actually starting the season off tonight with our preview. This is in much less detail the podcast, the full Monty Two hours live for your season preview, culminating in the last 35 seconds of the show with our pick for the Thursday night opener between the Lions and the Chiefs, because that's just how we do things. You are listening live to In Much Less Detail, the podcast, here with you live on a Tuesday night, September the 5th, 2023. I'm Dre. He's Jay. If you couldn't tell, I'm the one with the big ego that does the open for the show, and that's my baby, and I did it, and I'm proud of it, and I don't care what anyone thinks. We are here and ready to rock and roll and ready to give you your preview for the season. Uh, there's a lot of storylines going into the season. Everyone knows about most of them. Uh, Kansas City trying to repeat, and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes trying to do it despite losing their OC, Eric Uh Aaron Rodgers trying to be the hero, the good guy, the baby face with his new team, the Jets. See how far that goes. Sean Payton trying to rescue Russell Wilson up there in Broncos country. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, who knows what injured quarterback he's going to have to call out of retirement. Uh, What former 49er will have to go to, Steve Bono, Elvis Gerback. He's got them all on speed dial, I'm sure. Um, And, of course, the hype train that is the Detroit Lions, maybe one of the most off-season hyped teams we've ever seen, Jay, in our 11 years of doing the podcast.
2: I've got a theme. With tonight's show because I've been you know I'm not a major consumer of, of of sports talk during the off season but I do have social media I do listen to podcasts and and it's not just the teams that are be being oversold because there's several of them um, that are being oversold as we go into the season there are teams that I think are also being undersold because. You have to have both sides. So, you you, you know, so, so teams are being downgraded also in order to try to put over, you know, in your wrestling terms, right? They're trying to, like, put over or get over. These teams are so desperate to get some of these teams over that they're willing to do it and sort of sacrifice other teams that I think have a more proven track record. And we'll talk about those tonight because you can't put over the Lions unless you – put under somebody else, right? You have to sell somebody short. they are doing the same thing with the Jets. Um, there's several teams. Uh, there's an, uh, I don't want to you know, spoil what I'm talking about tonight, but there's a theme going through this season with all this hype train, and there's a lot of mental gymnastics, I think, that people are doing trying to basically, they're starting with the conclusion and then working backwards. I don't think that's the way that you want to be putting together what you think is going to happen over an NFL season, because they're starting with this sort of predetermined, like, okay, we we got to get this team into the playoffs. This is the narrative. So we're just going to basically say that all these other teams are going to suck, even though there's no proof of it. And, And that's sort of what I've been watching go on this off season is it's not just getting these teams over. It's selling these other teams short, which is very dangerous to do.
1: Hey, we will give our love to the teams we think deserve the love doesn't matter what the narrative is out there in the international right. media. We don't pay attention to any of that except to occasionally point our finger and laugh at it. But uh, no, this is the show that you're gonna get the real poop. That's why we. Uh, I always whatever <laughs> open I, I do, I always leave in that part about uh, we uh, we cut out the noise. This is where you hear what what we really think is going to to happen and and what we the teams that we think are are the best and deserving of the hype. Uh, that's what we think is going to happen on the field. That have, has nothing to do with who did hard knocks, uh, who's doing the most uh, interviews, who's buttering up the press the most. That doesn't do with any of that. We don't care about any of that. We care about what's going to happen on the field and who's going to be there uh, at the end. We have our Super Bowl picks. We have our conference champion picks. We have our division one through four for each one of the divisions. And it doesn't matter about the, uh, the, the hype train for any of these picks. We are going to give you what we think is going to happen regardless of the hype.
2: Yeah. And, and that's, that's the fun of what we do. And obviously it's a preseason show. We could have all of these great things to say tonight. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes blows his knee out.
1: Oh boy. You know,
2: we're just like, like Travis Kelsey tried to do, um, Mm. today, which has already had an impact in the pick we're going to make tonight. Uh, that line has moved. Um, you know that that line has moved anywhere from a point to a point and a half just today, um, and in some of the lines you're up to two points moved off of the open, uh, so that's you know, it, we're already seeing the effects of an injury showing up in what we do, which is you know picking against the spread, which is why we don't we can't feed the narrative because what we're talking about is point spreads and money and you know. and and overs and unders we're talking about those things we're not talking about what's the feel good story very rarely does that translate into onto the field
1: no when we have to uh, determine what's going to happen on the field uh that's leading to you know the actual outcome the actual result and it doesn't matter about the hype because the the field what's happening thursday night doesn't Pay attention to the interviews and the hype. That's going to happen regardless of the hype. Uh, So yeah, for our purposes for this show, every time we talk about what we think is going to happen on the football field, it's all about the money. It's all about the money. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to.
2: I was sitting here last year, telling you Broncos last place. That was not the cool pick, (laughs) was it?
1: Uh, no, that was a very gutsy, uh, controversial pick.
2: Yeah, and Jaguars playoffs.
1: Uh, also gutsy and controversial.
2: So we'll and, see. And
1: game through. I think, I'm sure
2: we've both got our try to outthink each other and outsmart each other just to come up with the same picks.
1: Always. So. <laughs> uh, speaking of well, we the got- point spread... Yeah, that that brings up the uh, discussion that we have been having yes. uh, last year that we never really resolved. Coming up to this year, which is, uh, what's our source going to be now for point spreads? You uh, you've had some issues with the, the, the covers dot com, and uh, we, I, yeah, we, I we, we were going to try to look in a different direction.
2: Yeah, they always seemed a little slow to react. So when I when I go to the because I still want covers dot com. Um. Is, is still, I would say, our best source. But when you go to their, with their odds page, um, it's which one of the ones do we want to use? I mean, is, do we want to use a big one like, you know, BetMGM or, or Caesars? Because even they're a point apart on the game. But on all the rest of the game. So it looks like, I would say, Caesars has been slow to react because nobody else, nobody, I, I mean, nobody has uh kc minus six and a half anymore nobody
1: yeah i didn't i didn't think anybody did
2: so everybody else is at five five and a half so i'm, I'm trying to look so from that standpoint i'm trying to look at the ones who've reacted to the news um so i would say yeah. i would say just looking at the way everything is moved uh and for as how big as these things are with the money i would say maybe use bet mgm
1: okay now, um, and if and there maybe is a line that's point, off the
2: board, yeah, then I would say because they always have a line for an off the line board, we'll use your old standby. Which is but they a, always have handy, a line.
1: They always have a line, whether it's uh, very accurate or not. They always have a line. They, they, we're, <laughs> right. we're talking about the free handicapping contest on Covers. Dot com. Not necessarily when you go to the Covers odds page, which is looking at real sportsbooks in real time. Uh, what I've always used is the, this free handicapping contest that they have because, like you said, for that very reason, they always have a point spread. Uh, it, it's only the most dire of situations where there's like no quarterback on either side that they can project that they yeah. take a, a, a game off the board. Otherwise, they always have a, a line on that contest. So I, I uh,
2: don't even. Last year, did we even see a line off the board? I don't think we did. It, it's I very rare no. now with all the money. With all the money going right now very rare that you see a, a game completely pulled off the board
1: right because the, the sharps want a, a spread they don't care about uh right. questionable maybe they just want a spread and they want to use their knowledge to take whichever side of that spread that you put out there but they want a spread period so uh yeah you hardly ever see any games off the board i don't yeah. think we've had any since uh since
2: covid basically uh, not that I can think of that that was well that was just a mess that made sense that there were games off the board with some of them we we just recapped that on the uh, All of Infamy show how crazy that
1: was <laughs> well, we did uh, so to to your point of the free handicapping contest maybe being a little slow with all the other uh with all the other sports books that might be slow I was I just out of habit I had already put into my spreadsheet the spread ah. off of the covers dot com free handicapping contest. Which is six. So it's not egregious. Five, five and a half, six is not egregious. But That's to your point, egregious. everybody uh, everybody was six to six and a half all leading up to this game and then with this news today it dropped a point uh because of the Travis Kelsey dude. Yeah, but, so
2: right now I'm I'm looking at seven different spreads on the uh covers dot com and six of them are five and a half or five. And then Caesar's a <laughs> six and a half, so a little uh,
1: slow. <laughs> uh-huh. And the free handicapping contest is a little slow, too, being at six. But there's – being a free handicapping contest, I, I don't know if it's so much slow as it is. There's so many more wagers being thrown in on there because there's no stakes in it. So it that is, way it's, it's, it's getting swayed uh, just by the people that are, are putting up those free bets, and that's why maybe it's still at six. Right. Maybe there's that that many Chiefs fans that are still making it uh, at six. <laughs>
2: So if we, um, we could, we could, if we have a, we, I don't know if we want to come to an agreement on it.
1: Yeah. We we want to come to a consensus. Uh, do we want the free handicapping contest at least for tonight or bed MGM?
2: I am so done with the free. <laughs> <handicapping contest. laughs>
1: wow. Okay. Well, sorry. Sorry guys, but we'll, we'll be going with, uh, with bed MGM. Um, because Jay has declared,
2: and they have and, they, and I tried to pick them and the, they're in the middle they have the, the other lines have moved even farther, um uh, but sure. those are places like I'm looking on the covers dot com like it's points bet and bet, I, I no uh yeah <laughs> uni, I'm right, I'm not the yeah, uh, these might be the places that you're working for for all we know
1: <laughs> as long as the check's clear,'
2: that's all I care about. that's right,
1: um so I mean look at the uh bet m g I actually had that website up because I was using them to look at ah. the uh, the futures which we'll get oh, into sure. for each division
2: because we talk about uh, that yeah they're five and a half right now
1: okay all right five and a half it is refresh
2: um, actually, I'll refresh the actually page. yeah five actually <laughs> breaking news
1: uh, it, it's five where I am maybe it's different wow. from each state but it's it's minus five right it's all the right way down now. to five uh-huh. Travis that Kelsey
2: has... pul- hyper extends his knee and yeah. Here we go.
1: Yeah, here we go. The, the, the merry-go-round has started already. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that five. Okay. Um yeah, yeah if you're going it, to
2: their actual site, uh, yeah. I can see that being about, different.
1: I was about to ask, I don't know if you can go to their actual site cuz it's still not legal where you are, correct?
2: Uh Yeah, I can't even go to their site cuz I go to right. betmgm and it mm-hmm. says where are you? <laughs> and
1: and when you answer Wisconsin, it's going to say, oh, <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, no. I can't even you can't do it. that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm on the actual Ben MGM side and it's minus five. So that's what we're okay. going with right now. So that that answers one question uh, to start off tonight before we even get to our uh, season previews, which I guess we should do since we're 14 minutes into the show.
2: Yeah. Well, actually, we're starting on earlier than usual. So that's good.
1: Yeah cuz usually we go through all the uh, points of emphasis and stuff like that. Uh um,
2: very little this year.
1: Yeah, the only thing I uh, saw on uh like t- uh preseason telecasts like some of the uh you know old referees that sit there yeah. and, and do the uh, the commentary now. All they were talking about was like uh butt of the helmet spearing crown uh helmet flags. Yeah. Apparently it's going to be more of those this year that the the league thinks there's not enough of those that they get called. Uh, on both sides, offense and defense. So right. uh, apparently, the, look for the wonderful, wonderful experience of a running back putting his head down and trying to gain extra yards and being uh, penalized for using the, the crown of his helmet, which makes no sense to me at all. If you're going to do that, just play flag football.
2: Well, it's to put. It, apparently, it's to put the head down and then thrust it into the neck end, and shoulders area. Apparent of the other player. Mm. So, so in other words, playing football. Just just another excuse for them to throw a flag whenever they want.
1: Pretty much. All right. That concludes our point of emphasis conversation for this show. Um, With that, I think we should throw the whistle and move on to our actual preview. As is our tradition on our season preview shows, we start off with the division that happens to be home to the current champion in this year, that would mean the AFC West, home of the Kansas City Chiefs, land of the free, home of the Chiefs. So, Jay, uh, how did we start doing it? We start uh, throwing out our our order first, and then bringing it down after that.
2: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think we were, but we boy, we used to go bottom up and talk about every team, and yeah, and then we would spend forty five minutes on the first division. Um, <laughs> where with the way we do this, we probably have. Ten minutes tops, fifteen maybe. For if we have something that's highly contentious, so uh, yeah, we we can go one through four. Um, And if we have any wild cards coming out of that division, like I think that's what we did uh, for baseball, and we did for football last year too.
1: Sounds good. AFC West, one through four.
2: One through four. Yeah, that's where I got in trouble last year. I said Broncos last (laughs) night. Whoa. Uh, well, I'm saying it again. Uh no, Chiefs, <laughs> Raiders, Chargers, Broncos. And I have no wild cards coming out of this division.
1: Chiefs and then Raiders second and then Chargers yes. third and then and Broncos.
2: Broncos. Hmm. Yeah. I believe that this is the Brandon Staley uh retirement tour. <laughs>
1: You've had it out for him for a while, so I'm not surprised to hear you say that. There's a couple of coaches I think it's their retirement tour this year. I don't have this as uh, Staley's retirement tour, though. Um, I concur with the Chiefs at the top, and then we vary wildly. Um, okay. My my second-place team is the Chargers. My third-place sure. team is the Broncos. My fourth-place team is the Raiders. Um, and I have the Chiefs, of course, as the division champions. And I have the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah uh taking a wild card spot. Yeah,
2: I mean that's all I mean other than you flipping the bottom of that division, that's basically what happened last year.
1: Right. Um yeah, not, uh not too many uh challenges for me as far as teams that are gonna rise up and do something different. I think the Chargers just have that trajectory of uh they they're they're getting better. Um I think their coach is getting a little smarter <laughs> with, with every year. He's not uh, quite as crazy with all the going forward, and, and I, I think they're going to be dangerous.
2: Okay. Uh, I think it still boils down what, what what really stands out for me for for the Chargers, because that's the team that we seem to disagree with the most. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. Yes. yeah. Uh, you, you have Patrick Mahomes, and that doesn't matter who the guys are he's throwing the ball to. He's proven that he's going to make the plays. So if he's throwing to Noah Gray and Sky Moore and some random rookie and, and Justin Watts, he's gonna get it done. He'll throw it, Kadarius he'll flare Tony. it up. Yeah, he'll well <laughs> hey <laughs> maybe oh, toss up. <laughs> Kadarius Tony more touchdowns or games missed this year?
1: Ah. <sighs> Let's see. He's gonna play about half the games. Will he get to eight <laughs> TDs? No.
2: Well, they play seventeen games, so he only plays half.
1: I said yeah, about half.
2: That's a, that's a tricky one, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna go under the, with the touchdown. I don't, I don't think he's getting to eight TDs. That'd be a lot for him. So
2: okay. So more games missed. So that that's part of the problem with him, right? He's yes. Will Fuller.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
2: He's going to go out, he's going to catch two balls for 75 yards and a touchdown.
1: <laughs> and he's going to take a seat.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: He's going right to the blue tent.
2: Yep. And then he's going to miss six weeks.
1: Ah. Now, wishing on um, folks, just
2: calling no. it like it is. No. Well, we're not, we're not anti-Canarius Tony here. We're just going with the history. Uh, no. The Chargers defense stinks. They can't tackle. <laughs> they can't cover. Uh... The run defense was atrocious, one of the worst run de- – you don't just turn that around instantly in one season. You look last year at the worst graded run defenses, Bears, Texans, Chargers. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the bottom right there. Um, two of those teams won three games, and the other one somehow won ten. <laughs> and I, that's Justin Herbert, right, And and that offense – And, you know, you can go out there and he throws laser beams with a dead arm just to screw us. Of course. Um, and, And they can do all those things on offense. That's great. I just, I don't trust their defense at all. And like I said, that's not something that you just, you know, you don't just snap your fingers and they didn't make wholesale changes on the defensive side of the ball. So they have some nice pieces, but you know, when you're relying on, it's kind of like with Buffalo, you know, with, with, uh, relying on Von Miller, who's already hurt, I think you have the Chargers relying on kind of guys like Khalil Mack, a little, little long in the tooth, you know. I think they're more names on paper than they are impact players. So outside of Derwin James, uh, Joey Bosa, it's nice, but they, they they don't they don't do much defensively. It may be a little bit too much over pursuit. Um, so I actually had the Raiders slightly. The, I think this is really close. I think that the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Broncos are kind of going to believe. I think the Broncos are going to do better. Uh, Raiders didn't have a horrendous season last year. It, you know, they won six games. Broncos won five games. So I think you could have all those teams, I think, finishing somewhere in that six to eight win range. I think it's kind of a backward season for the Chargers and a little bit bump for the Broncos and the Raiders.
1: Yeah, uh, Broncos and Raiders to me, yeah, are the definitions of, of uh, under you know underperforming and, and under mediocre. So uh, five to seven for both of those, I think, is, is what I would pro- uh, what, I, what I would project. Um, and of course, the Chargers uh, that I have in the playoffs means that I think they're going to be you know at least nine or ten. Uh, The reason the Chargers scare me is because that playoff loss, I'm going mental as I sometimes uh, try to do and try to read minds that playoff loss in Jacksonville. That's the kind of, how do we fuck that up? That's the kind of (laughs) embarrassment that sort of pushes a team the next year to be like relentless. Like if I'm on the Chargers and I've suffered that, that absolute embarrassment and, and that humiliation, I'm coming back next year ready to just rip everybody's head off. Like I think Justin Herbert uh, has that kind of talent. I don't know if he has the mentality yet. He might, uh, but he's definitely got the talent. He's got the body to be able to just, all right, I'm going for 5,000 yards and I'm just screwing everybody this year. Cause I'm not going to let us get in that position again. Um, you know, you got Kellen Moore uh, added to the coaching staff. I think he's going to bring some more tempo to the offense. So I think they're going to be even more dangerous on offense uh, than they've been before. they got a new defensive coordinator as well, hopefully to help out that run deep. Uh, this may be Brandon Staley's last stand. I, I think he's kind of figuring things out. I think he's better all, uh, doing better than he than he was when he first got in the league. And he was just going for it all the time, every single time. Um, I, I think they're going to be really dangerous. Uh, I don't know how much Eric Hendricks will help the run deep, but it, it can't hurt. It can't be worse than it was. Um, yeah, and Julio Mack can't hurt, and, and of no, course sure. Joey Bosa is a stud.
2: So, uh, so. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't hate the Chargers, uh, but it's you're right because that moment that's I don't it's not just you can only springboard forward off of a moment like that they had against the Jaguars. That's a kind of a that's kind of a make or break one.
1: Right, you can't fall off and, and completely fall to pieces. We've seen that,
2: right? Uh, but we've also so seen you don't like you know the charger's reputation used to be you know inventing new ways to lose. We went through that right yeah mm-hmm. and you don't want to end up with that reputation of being able to be come back on that 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 followed uh that followed Atlanta around for a long time oh indeed um, you know and and yeah. to have the chargers uh completely collapse <laughs> against the Chags last year. Yeah, that, that, like I said, that can go positive. That could go your direction, but it could also, I think, go the other way. Kind of, kind of, you could have a hangover off of that too. Because also too, you could have other teams now. You get up on them, and they're not they're not so scared.
1: Yeah, we know we can do come back on you guys. Twenty-seven to nothing. Yeah. We know we can do it. Yeah, I, I I understand that, but I think the Chargers are gonna sort of use that as, oh, we're not gonna let you come back on this this time because we're not going through that shit again. We're just gonna we're gonna put a 50.
2: How about that? You come back on us after we put a 50. I like Justin Herbert. Uh, I mean, he's yeah. he's the goods. I mean, this is not oh, yeah. a this is not an anti Justin Herbert pick. Uh, they got to keep him upright like you do with any of these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a little uh, bruised and battered last year.
1: Uh, your Raiders. Uh to finish second, um, and I got him dead last. Um, Yeah, I'm not the the Jimmy G to Devontae Adams. That sounds nice, but what makes anyone think Garoppolo is going to be steady enough to do that uh, and make it a a thing and make a difference? Like, there's no way. uh, You know, he'll do that, like, every third game. He'll be you know – he'll go for 320 and and three touchdowns, like, every three games, and then the other two games he'll be, like, combined on those two games. Like, he's just – He's so inconsistent. He's so uh, not a difference maker. Uh, the the 49ers would have held on to him if he was a difference maker. Uh, he's just not. Um, the sh- secondary is always struggling on the Raiders. That's the, the biggest thing to me. You talk about the Chargers' run defense always struggling. That is absolutely true. And also the Raiders' uh, pass defense is always terrible. Oh,
2: yeah. 30, 30th rated uh, pass defense last year.
1: Getting the Chiefs and Chargers twice every year – Can't be good. Just not not a not a good feeling. All those DBs got to the night before. They got to be like, oh fuck, oh god, oh Jesus. Um, Until they get some studs back there, that that's that's no bueno. That's that's just always no good for me.
2: I can completely see what you're saying.
1: Um, And then Denver definitely um,
2: have history. I mean, with some of these, all we have is history on our side. But sometimes you get that feeling.
1: Yeah, prove me wrong. Do something different, you know, personnel wise, yeah. coaching wise. Do something to show me uh, that you're going to be different than uh, than you always have been. I, I didn't see anything to make me think the Raiders are going to be any better yeah. uh, in pass defense.
2: Hey, and, and, I mean, but Jimmy G is the savior. I mean, he's the Messiah, and we could bag hey. on Jimmy G for finding a way to choke playoff games like NFC Championship games and Super Bowls, but he's a he's a winner. His regular mm-hmm. season record impeccable
1: sure wait he's the messiah like hang on wait a minute i, I thought that was dak I'm, I'm getting confused.
2: oh dak's black jesus
1: oh okay sorry we'll, we'll get to dak later on uh yeah denver yeah, well, uh,
2: Dak, at, time will have time don't
1: worry yep yeah. Uh, Oh, Sean Payton and and the Broncos. You know, uh, you you got the whole league watching you now with with all the shit you were talking in the offseason. They're they're watching you and Russ cook, and uh, a lot of them hope you get food poisoning and choke on it. So, you know, that's Sean. That's Sean being Sean. He he loves to talk, and he loves to put that pressure on himself. I don't know if Russ appreciated that necessarily, but that's what he did. Uh, They they can't start much worse than than Nate Hackett last year, so they got that going for him. At least they're not going to do that.
2: No, that, uh, that, that, that that team was trash last year. Now, they still have a good defense. Uh, don't, that's not the side of the ball that was giving them all the fits. Uh, they were still a top-ten rated defense. Uh, they were graded high. They were losing games because they only scored 287 points last year. DFL.
0: Hmm.
2: The Broncos scored less points than the Texans. (laughs) And the Colts. Colts. (laughs) Okay?
1: That's not going to cut it.
2: So that is what Sean Payton was brought in to fix.
1: Yes. Um, And we'll see how well he does with it, but it's certainly not a good sign that Jerry Judy is already hurt.
2: Of course. Uh, Of course. We still both have them pegged for last place. I think they could win maybe one game more than, you know, maybe they get to six maybe seven if the <laughs> things really go well for them. But uh, the only thing that's undeniable for us is the Chiefs. We're a consensus on the Chiefs. That's easy. Uh,
1: I'm gonna, I'm really going to be curious how much or how less explosive uh, the Chiefs will be uh, because clearly Eric Biennemi wanted to be somewhere else. Uh, now, I don't know if it's because he didn't get enough yeah. credit for the offense or because he wanted more credit than he deserved. I, I don't know. Either way, uh, Andy Reid gets his guy Matt Nagy back in there as his OC. So, sort of, you know, welcome home, welcome back to the family, yeah. that whole situation. Pat Mahomes will make his team look great no matter who he's throwing to. We covered that already. Um, Chris Jones is holding out, and that doesn't matter unless he's still holding out when the playoffs begin, because as we saw well, last Chris year. Chris Jones
2: is holding out, and Frank Clark is gone. Yeah. So, uh, they they're not they're they, not perfect either.
1: Right, they're they're gonna have some defensive uh, issues, but I, I don't think it's gonna matter enough to to sway the division unless it carries over like into the playoffs uh, or something.
2: No, like that. I, I've got the sense uh, they won 14 games last year. They could backslide even as low as 10 or 11 and still win this division.
1: Sure. <laughs> now and they probably won't even backslide my, that much.
2: No, I could I could see 11 or 12 for the Chiefs. Because it does, it, as you start missing the pieces, and we know what the Chiefs' problem is—it's the Chiefs. <laughs> so <laughs> you you can out talent your way out of the holes that they dig themselves in, but sometimes that will catch up with them, and they do let teams hang around who have no business hanging around. And sometimes I think that could turn into a couple more L's this year.
1: Uh, we definitely still have them on top of the division. Yeah, we're um, about, yeah,
2: we're t- twelve and five is like, oh, those guys suck. Uh,
1: what I will read is every uh, division odds.
2: What okay. I have
1: at my disposal is every team's uh, specific props, like their hmm. odds to make the playoffs, um, sure. exact exact regular season wins. I won't read any of that unless you want me to read that for any of these teams.
2: Uh, for maybe we maybe we push some of that to the after show.
1: Okay, I'll keep that page up, and then we'll cover some of that in the after show. That's fine. But
2: for division odds, that that's the big one, because that's what we're talking about.
1: That's right. Uh, for division odds, clearly Chiefs, uh, the big favorite, minus 200. My uh, my dream is almost to read one of these props or, or odds or whatever and have you be like, oh, that's so egregious. i got to make that bet through you and, and have you actually – uh, commit on oh, the Oh, like too. I wanted
2: to do last year with the Broncos finishing last or whatever. Yeah, you, know? you
1: wanted to short that big time. I mean, and, yeah,
2: I wanted to short yeah. so many teams last year.
1: <laughs> so maybe I one to day it'll... the Steelers,
2: I wanted to short the Broncos.
1: <laughs> so maybe one day it'll be big enough where you say, okay, I, I gotta put some money on that. Yeah, I'm, on yeah. That.
2: yeah I'm sending you some um, cash. As far as, AFC, as
1: far as the AFC West, uh, it's Chiefs minus 200, no surprise, okay. followed by the Chargers at plus 300. Followed by the Broncos as plus six fifty, and then the Raiders as the big underdog plus yeah. two thousand.
2: You know, I'm not a betting man, but if I had twenty bucks just sitting in my pocket, it's not bad odds if you put twenty bucks on the Chargers to win the division. I have them in third place. I'm just saying, there are worse bets.
1: I'd, I'd be the one to maybe look at that, since I got them in yeah. second place and winning a wild card.
2: Right, because. All it takes is a uh, you know a bad turn you know flip of the coin or bit, the turn of an ankle and yeah it's you have that division closer I think than I do.
1: Strange things have I, happened.
2: I don't even have anybody coming out of that other than the Chiefs. So where to next? Yeah.
1: The AFC North.
2: Ah, okay. So the AFC North, uh, this one might come as a surprise to you. Uh, Maybe, maybe not, because my order might be a little different than yours. We'll see. Bengals, Steelers, Ravens, Browns. I have the Steelers as a wild card.
1: (sighs) Kumbaya.
2: (laughs) So we're both out on the Ravens this year. That's the shocking news.
1: It is. It, it is. Here we go again. We're, I got the big surprise this time. I'm really gonna shock them. Oh, because
2: <laughs> the all we exact... talk about is, and we're not fans of the Ravens. All we talk about is our just that's all. It's the best run franchise, and ah, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not a fan, or I'm not. I'm not saying I'm a fan. I'm not buying into this you know, Lamar opening up the offense and now the secret's been unlocked and he's just going to, yeah, he'll do that for three, four games, and then he'll get hurt. And the season will start to wear him down. And I think that the Ravens just end up kind of limping across the finish line, uh, barely out of the playoffs.
1: I don't know if I have too much more to add to that. It's going to just be like (laughs) crashing down on Lamar and the the, the Ravens.
2: So this is bag season now. So, Dr. What Lamar that mo- M.D.
1: Right, that's uh, what I was about to ask. Does that mean Dr. Lamar is going to... Is he going to be more motivated? Because now he's got the bag, so he doesn't have to pretend like he's got a grade three strain of a sprain of something? Right. Or-
2: <laughs> well, he's also or got the he- bag, which means he probably... Not just securing it like he did by holding himself out of the games um, and self-diagnosing things, but... You know, you also wonder, is he going to run as much? Are they going to protect him more now that he's this, you know, multi-hundred-million-dollar man?
1: Uh, That feeds into the uh, offensive process. And finally, the Greg Roman era is over. So uh, this is supposed to be, you know, Todd Munkin comes in with a new offense, just drops right in from – I'm usually not a fan of college stuff working in the in the NFL, but I think Georgia offense looked more like a pro offense than a lot of pro offenses. So I think yeah. uh, that's not going to be the problem. So I, I think that might be successful um, and it might serve to protect Lamar Jackson from himself uh, from running as much, but, you know, and Dr. Lamar's got some new weapons. That's also very important. OBJ going for a last ride. Dave Flowers looks like he's an electric rookie, Uh but as you, to your point, they have to rack up the Ws before Lamar's uh, second-half swoon, and he and it, it gets beat up in his injuries and everything else. Um, and the aging defense starts coming up lame. That's another big part of things is their usually steady defense has gotten older and uh, seems to have a lot of very untimely injuries, in the, especially in the defensive backfield. Uh, I, yeah, I think Lamar Jackson uh, turning this offense around and just becoming a brand-new – Maybe next year. Maybe I'm back on the Ravens next year after he gets a year. Into... I don't. I just don't think – I guess I'm, I'm doubting. I guess I'm a hater of some sort. But
2: <laughs> I can't say it on imagine. Twitter. He's going to get a beef with you on Twitter if you say that. Uh-oh.
1: I'm going to have beef with Lamar. Uh, I don't see him with enough quarterback skill to take a new office and just be great in the first Correct. year. Second year, maybe. Not this year. Um, I'm, I'm rooting for them. I'm, a, I'm yeah. a big fan. We're both big fans of the Ravens, but yeah, I, we both got them. <laughs> did, did, I almost have to read this back again because I don't believe it. Are you, you're saying Cincinnati won and winning the division? Yeah. Pittsburgh two and a wild card spot. Is that what yeah. you said? Because that's yeah. exactly what I have. So I just, oh, I'm just boy. double checking. It.
0: Okay. In, yeah. Baltimore, no.
1: in Baltimore three and Cleveland four. That's exactly what I, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We did it again. We I'm going to be so year. different.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna get, <laughs> every oh. year. Ugh.
1: Every year we have at least one. In, in baseball and football, we have at least one division where we're exactly the same, and it's not what anyone else is really predicting, but we're thinking we're right. going to be smarter than the other guy.
2: Yeah, Sure. Now, <sighs> I, I, this is not an automatic for me with the Bengals, because... They burrow upright. and it, Exactly. They, yes. I'm, I'm they,
1: also very scared of that.
2: It's always an asterisk next to them because they just – every year you hear, oh, it's this retooled offensive line. They tried it last year. It didn't work. No. So, they're
1: trying it again this year.
2: They got to try it again this year. Last year, they – 30th graded <laughs> offensive line last year.
1: Oof. Uh. And it was different. It was very different than the year before. It just
2: it was sucked. retooled. It was bad. <laughs> right. And who knows? Maybe going up to thirty was a good thing for them. But <laughs> uh, you know, as good as Joe Burrow is, it doesn't matter how good you are. You can't score touchdowns either from your back or from the sideline or the hospital
1: or with one point two seconds in the pocket before you before
2: you have to throw. <sighs> And he's already, he's nicked up to start the season. So it, it, we don't even know if he's going to, to go out there and play on Sunday.
1: Oh, well, he got to skip all the training camp. That's good, right?
2: Yeah, I oh. saw an interesting uh, statistic about that. Um, well,
1: he got hurt.
2: From last year. Uh, so I'll, be, I'll definitely be keeping an eye. I'm not giving you the stat, but I'll oh. save that for the pick show. Ooh,
1: that's a tease. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, yeah, se- severely strained his calf uh, in camp. Yeah. Um His O line is still not good. They they add Orlando Brown. That's part of the new retooling. So we'll try again. They, at least right. They got a great blindside uh, tackle, but uh, but his first game after no preseason reps is against Miles Garrett. Who boy.
2: Yeah. Um, I, you know, and the Browns we both have for last, but I don't think that they're a disaster.
1: No, there's there's talent there. There's always been talent yeah. there.
2: So. Uh, let's oh, yeah. talk about Pittsburgh because uh, okay. uh, we, we both have the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, bouncing back and uh, claiming a playoff spot this year. So, uh, are we on? Are we on board with Kenny Smallhands?
1: What was with those late miracle uh, do it for Franco Harris wins last year by by Kenny Smallhands? Uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, it,
2: it's a positive development. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't put much stock in preseason, but he looked good, uh, and they have they have weapons. I I, yes. I still think I think the running game is still trash. Um, but I'm not I'm not a Najee Harris guy. Sorry. Um, he's had a couple of you know he's had a couple of seasons now. I, I haven't seen it, but I, I I love me some George Pickens, uh, Fryermuth, and then they uh, drafted this Darnell Washington kid. This huge tight end, pass receiving tight end. So, I, I like what they're doing. Uh, I think they'll be able to. I think they're going to sneak up on some people this year. Uh, the Steelers are going to be better. Their defenses—they always come to play. They're well coached. You know, as much as we think that Mike Tomlin's probably a little long in the tooth for the job, he still gets a—you know—he still gets winning seasons out of this team like clockwork.
1: I can't believe he's still over five hundred with some of those teams that he's had the last yeah. couple of
2: years. That's so, amazing. So this year, uh, they take over. You know, he takes over a team that was where are they nine and eight. You get one more, one more, (laughs) and you're in the playoffs. And that's I think what they. I think that's what they can do. They won. They went nine and eight. That team.
1: Yeah, that that team that started the year with Mitch Trubisky found a way to go nine and eight. That's that's incredible. 38
2: 38 points underwater. Nine and eight.
1: (laughs) They just just find a way. Uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a. I'm not saying I'm all in on Kenny Small hands, but it's possible he's he's developing into a, a good starting quarterback. It's possible. Yeah. I'll just say it's possible. Um, the Steelers can be a problem if he's making that adjustment. George Pickens, as you already mentioned, uh, has the yeah. makings of a being a breakout. He me some money last fever. year. I
2: like George Pickens.
1: <laughs> like anyone that makes you money, right?
2: I like anyone um, that makes me money. John Dodson yeah. was making me money before he got hurt last year. <laughs>
1: Uh, Whatever you think of uh, 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 um, Najee Harris. uh, Yeah, I don't like that running game. There is some Jalen Warren uh, rumblings out there that he might be uh, uh, in line. Yeah, he's
2: waiting. He's waiting in the wings. Uh,
1: And the D is tough uh, in all phases. Uh, They got Joey Porter's kid drafted the cornerback. That might be a defensive rookie of the year sleeper. So, yeah, they just – they're always solid. They're always right there. And, yeah, we both got them – yeah, one more – Ten and seven, we can we can both see it. We've both yeah, got sneaky. the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs, sneaking in. Okay,
2: and the Ravens, the teeth, our perennial favorites,
1: not, not right. even
2: getting it, both of us out on the Ravens. So I'll call it right Crazy. now. Ravens win the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> it would be it would be fitting because I picked them to win the, the title last year, and because of course, if they come back and do it this year,
2: that's that would so Ravens.
1: That, that 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 would indeed uh be so ravens uh, you'd you surprise me with that when i'm slow on the draw oh sorry uh, uh yeah uh as the Bengals, i think we t- uh covered all of that uh if they keep uh joe burrow that's upright <laughs> that's, that's it
2: that's, the <laughs> that's Bengals. it
1: just keep him upright
2: <laughs> the easiest team the easiest first place prediction <laughs> to 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 break down keep joe mm-hmm. burrow healthy that's keep, it
1: keep joe burrow upright and that's it And then the Browns at four. Uh, Yeah, the 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 talent in this division just they don't measure up
2: bad with the
1: Browns. (laughs) And that intense spotlight continues to shine on Deshaun Watson, and I don't see him having the uh, intestinal fortitude, if you will, to overcome that. Um, So even a year
2: removed, you think it's still too much?
1: Yeah, because he's he, he wasn't the same guy last year when he came back. I don't think anyone thought he would be. Um, and I guess I don't see the any reason for him to turn it on and just be that guy that he was in Houston. Now this what? year, uh, part of the, part of it is is the talent. He doesn't have new Hopkins. Um, I, I like Amari Cooper very much. He's not DeAndre Hopkins, um, right. so I just I don't think he has the weaponry, and I don't think he's got the concentration level uh, to 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 do that. Um, so I would keep hammering the unders. That's what I would say about the Cleveland Browns. They they have a lot of unders, and I think you should keep hammering those.
2: But they're going to even though uh they're not as whole as they were running the ball they're they're still they're still one of the best running teams uh without a doubt in football
1: yeah Nick Chubb is a stud and uh, the only thing that's happened is Kareem Hunt is a free agent so they'll find somebody else to be the uh, the second back yeah. but the, the, I think gr- the ground game is still the uh, the focus of that team and uh Miles Garrett putting it together a possible hall of fame career but he's not going to be leading the Browns to any long playoff run and Nick Jubb can't propel the offense by himself. Yeah,
2: and that's that Browns team last year still won seven games. Wow.
1: Yeah. Well, when you play close games like that, you can come out on the right side every now and then. So. That's true. So the although uh, I
2: could see them, I could see them actually stepping back. I could see them down in the five or six range this year. But but fun mm-hmm. bad. Okay. Well, uh, so the AS... eight
1: and nine. The AFC North very tight uh, betting wise. Bengals plus 155, then Ravens, plus 220, then Browns, plus 375, and they have the Steelers actually as their last pick, but still plus 450. It's not like they're a major underdog, but the betting public has the Steelers actually behind the Cleveland Browns. That's, that's curious.
2: That's interesting. So we aren't as, as different as the betting public thinks.
1: Well, we're locked up with each other, but the, the betting public isn't with us. They definitely think the uh, all the other three teams are over the Steelers, which is... Oh, all of them. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I found I was very surprised when I saw that.
2: Yeah, not a lot of Steelers love out there this year, and we both have them finishing second and making a wild card appearance.
1: Let's see how that works out. Uh, AST South, this sure. should not take long. This might. Oh, uh-oh. Okay.
2: Titans, Jags, Texans, Colts.
1: Titans? Wow. Okay. Um, I did not see that coming. Um, we are not in lockstep on that one. Um, Titans, Jags, Texans, Colts. Okay. And I have, and um, I do have
2: the Jags as a wild card.
1: Okay. Um, we're we're uh we're just different on the top two. I was just surprised that sure. you had Tennessee uh to win the division as as uh, this this would be a sort of a last hurrah for them I i see them kind of falling off a little bit.
2: Everybody does. And I mm-hmm. I think it's very easy for people to forget. It took a seven game losing streak after Ryan Tannehill got hurt last year for them to fall out of the playoffs. And Four of those seven games, they lost by five points or less. Mm, they were, okay. even with all of that said and done, they were, what, four minutes from winning the division before Josh Dobbs got strip sacked mm. and had the ball perfectly fall forward and bounce into the arms of the Jags <laughs> defender to run Into the end zone. All of that had to go against Tennessee, who was cruising to a division title last year. And I think everybody remembers. I think all people remember now is the Jags and then the playoff comeback against the Chargers. Doesn't remember the fact that the Titans were seven and three at one point and and doing exactly what they do, playing their style of football. Very. There's only two teams that play the style of football that the Titans play, and it, it was their <laughs> former offensive coordinator and their and current team.
1: team. <laughs> That's right.
2: There are only two teams that play that style of football, which makes them very hard to prepare for. And I like it. You know, you know who is DeAndre Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> Added him to this team. Uh season of trail on Burks. Ryan Tannehill is back, and you can – we can poo-poo Ryan Tannehill all we want. That team's going to And I do. And we do. But he, he's the Joey Garoppolo. <laughs> like <laughs> he he wins. He wins games. He wins regular season games. Mike Vrabel still a good coach. That defense still not terrible. They they show up. That division is still winnable. Everybody just remembers the Jags for that comeback and what they did late. Everybody is—I've got—I've I've seen people like, "Oh, Titans are winning four games this year." No, no this is not a bad team. This is a, this is a good team that had a bad run. I think the Titans are going to sneak up on everybody.
1: And I can't really laugh at you because you had the Jaguars sneaking up on everybody last year. So what am I? What do I know? Uh, apparently you know my division uh, my home division better than I do. Uh, I I do not have the Titans completely falling off the ledge. I do have them second and I do not have them in the playoffs, but um, I don't have them completely falling, but I, I'm just horrified that um by all accounts Will Levis wasn't able to beat out Malik Willis for the backup quarterback job uh, yeah. down down in Tennessee. You know how I feel about Tannehill. You have to replace Ryan Tannehill at some point. He's not
2: very good. He's going to get hurt. Oh, I get it.
1: And and even when he's in there, he's not very good. He wins games because his running back is Derrick Henry. Um, You have to replace him sooner than later. But the in-house candidates completely suck. And I cannot back a team that's got those guys at quarterback behind Tannehill, and Tannehill isn't very good. And I love Derrick Henry, but he's slowing down. Uh, and I love New Copkins, but I have no faith in any of the three quarterbacks to get him the damn ball. I mean new can't throw himself the ball that's the that's the problem with that um so therefore I, I take Tennessee behind the jags and and I, and I have Tennessee out of the playoffs and uh, I don't know if that starts a, a regime change I guess that depends on how bad they look falling out of the playoffs because if this if Derek Henry breaks down the way i'm I fear he does and that's this might be his last year uh and Tannehill, i I would hope this is his last year you know one way or the other. Uh, so I think this is sort of one of those regime change possibilities. And, and Mike Vrabel is very, very good. Um, but it, it might be, not saying, not calling it definitely, but it might be one of those uh, scenery change type situations by the time the season's over.
2: Yeah, if it's the whole thing cratered and Mike Vrabel is out of a job, he'll have a job the next day.
1: Yes, he should.
2: There will be teams that will be cleaning out just to bring him in. So I I, uh, I, could, I could see it. But I'm I'm giving these guys one last run here because the way it ended, the way it went down last year, uh, I mean, they win any one, any one of those yep. last seven games, any of them, and and Jags don't win that division, and you know, and and there's a lot of Jags love right now, and it sure is again, and that was a late that was a late season push, just like it was a. Late season collapsed. You don't get one without the other. And the Jags won. They went they went nine and eight last year. I mean, <laughs> they went nine and eight, and they came back. On, and they were what? Tw- were they at, what were they down to the Chargers? Twenty 20- twenty
1: seven nothing.
2: Tw- yeah, it was it was it was a lot. And it was a lot. Yeah, and it was a great comeback, and it was a fun story. But everybody's just like, oh wow, I've seen enough, and now it's like all this just this rubber stamping now of the Jaguars. They're just going to be great. Yeah, we'll pump the brakes a little bit. I still think they get in. Um, but I think it's a dogfight with them in Tennessee all year.
1: It almost sounds like you're poo-pooing the team that you had as the surprise team from last year.
2: So I can do that. Okay. That's right? Because I had them as the surprise. I, this isn't the Buffalo Bills level of love that I had for the Jaguars last year. I yeah, but you
1: you're you're kind of hipster jaguars there because nobody else had the jag last year and you did so.
2: I did, and they won, and they they won. You know, they won what six out of their last seven. I mean, they had that great finish. Uh,
1: they got lucky
2: as all hell in that final game against the Titans. And if the Titans even had any competency at quarterback in that game, that's yeah. not a game. So. No. Uh I don't think yeah. So I think it's a little bit of overselling on the Jags, what I talked about when we started the show, and underselling on the Titans. Okay. For, for for two teams that I uh I believe had a identical record. No, the Titans were seven and ten because they needed that game so that eight and nine would have gotten <laughs> them in. Oh my god. To be seven and, and, and still. three. And fall apart like that. And yeah. yeah, was... just to keep losing games in all these heartbreaking ways. They had a couple of games where they were playing against some vastly superior teams, and they still held it together and weren't getting their doors blown out. I felt bad for them. You were down there right in the thick of it.
1: Right. No, it, it was uh, it was hard to watch at times, especially when Malik Willis had to take the field. But
2: uh... <laughs> Yeah, we're... yeah, it, it was bad. <laughs> it, oh, it, it hey, Cubs, Cubs won again.
1: Hey, uh, too bad I didn't bet that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going with the with the Jags number one. Um, Can't blame you. I'm I'm part of the I guess bandwagon jumpers now. Uh, it, they can build upon regular season success uh, as Trevor Lawrence led the Jags to number ten in passing offense. I, I, that's kind of where I'm going with it, is is not just, oh, it's the Jags and they have some magic, so they're just going to keep it going. It's You actually saw the development in Trevor Lawrence. You actually saw what I was hoping to see once Urban Meyer uh, got the fuck out of there. And you actually saw some progress because you didn't see any progress in his rookie year, that's for damn sure. He just stayed right. the same all the time. And last year, he finally actually started to progress. That's what happens when you bring in a coach who doesn't have his head up his rectum. Easy. See how that works. Anyway. Uh Do they have nice they can,
2: pieces. They get Trek C T N back. Um, sure. they get Calvin Ridley back.
1: The uh the, the gambler he's a hopefully safe, the uh knows how to hold him yeah. and knows how to pull Oh hold them. man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we we got each other on that one. You, oh, you said he's man. a safe bed and yeah, we, we both got both got each other on that one. <laughs> hey hey, uh, <laughs> you know, assuming he uh he, he's through betting online, they'll get uh, Calvin Ridley back. They can build off the playoff experience of going down a gajillion points to the Chargers and rallying back. That's, uh, it, it's it's something the Chargers can build off of, that they want right. to get that taste out of their mouth. And it's also something the Jaguars can build off of, like, hey, I can't believe we fucking did that. We can do that. We can actually play. We can hang with anybody. How about that?
2: Um, and I'm not and, completely and, crapping on this Jags team. I still have them in the playoffs.
1: Sure, sure. So. Uh, and let's be honest, there's no one else any good in the division besides the
2: Jackson. Uh, no, it is going to be. I think that the Colts are going to be especially. That, that organization is just horrendous. Um, what they're doing with this Jonathan Taylor situation, this whole thing's a mess. So that just needs to blow up. I mean, this is the team that hired just Saturday.
1: And the stench of that is still wafting over the team. Yes. yes.
2: Uh, uh, you know, so I think they are on a trajectory for a top five pick easily, uh, this season. And I, I don't know what we're going to get out of Anthony Richardson, just like I don't know what we're going to get out of, uh, Stroud in, in, in Houston. I think yeah. going to be some bumps for both of those guys. And I think that, yeah, it's going to be a race to the bottom in that division.
1: Yeah. Similar to Justin Fields, his rookie year. I think for both of those guys, the, the issue is just, Get as many reps as you can, uh, as much real-time experience in real games as possible without getting murdered. That's basically the key. Well, yeah,
2: I don't think either one of these guys are getting held out for a bunch of games and then getting their first start in Cleveland against Miles Garrett. So that's a little different.
1: With a game plan of a bunch of drop-back passes and not using his speed at all. But no, I'm not bitter about that.
2: What do he get sacked? But
1: I'm not mad. I'm not mad about that still.
2: No, (laughs) not at all. No, anyway. let these guys play. Let them take their lumps. They're gonna, they're gonna look great. They're gonna t- look terrible. It, it's, it's just going to happen. They're gonna have those, you know. And the, both of those teams, the Colts and the Texans, are gonna get one or two of those like wow games from those guys, and they'll beat somebody they have no business beating, and then they're gonna lose a whole lot of games otherwise.
1: Yep. And no, no way either one of these teams wins more than four or five. Um. Yeah, I, I want to see D'Amico Ryan's uh, put his stamp on the team. he he's the big steal of all the new coaches, you know. I, Apparently. I read that
2: somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to the Super
1: Bowl. Uh-huh. Uh and it's uh, AFC South, odds, Jags, the big favorite minus one fifty five. Titans fall back at plus three hundred. Wow. Colts are actually plus five fifty, which is way better than I thought they would be. Yeah and then they consider the Texans the complete bottom at plus 1100 that is wild to me
2: i but again do i don't the colts they, have that bet on, the, what what tells anybody that the colts are a better bet than the texans right now i, don't, I mean they're both yeah, terrible
1: I don't, I don't get that at all 1 plus 550 1 plus 1100 they're not different like that to me at all no, now we both think no, the Tex- they, they
2: should both, I they should should both the be both. like plus 800 both of them
1: <laughs> we both picked the colts last so we yes. Why uh, okay? No, that, that's that's why we read those odds because there's different viewpoints uh, depending on where you go. So on to the AFC East, which media hype tells you is now owned by Gang Green. They own it. Mm-hmm.
2: The greatest, they are they're the greatest thing ever. And Aaron Rodgers is a new man. And I no Bills, <laughs> Dolphins, Jets, Patriots. <laughs> Dolphins oh, make the wild card. Jets do not make it.
1: I'm disappointed. I thought you were gonna make the Jets last. I thought you were gonna go all the way down. <laughs> I
2: thought about it, but no, I mean, I'm not doing the full Broncos thing because this is very Broncos adjacent as far as I'm considered. You know, where you have the aging quarterback that switches conferences, thinks it's just gonna be a cake, cakewalk, you know, where you know the the smart one was Brady. Brady went the other way, right? Brady went from the AFC and he saw what was coming. Oh shit. I'm going to have to play Allen and Burrow and Mahomes and uh, Herbert. I got to play all the, no, 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 no. I'm going to go to the (laughs) (laughs) NFC. or I got to play Kirk Cousins and (laughs) Dak. And, and, and ghost of Aaron Rodgers. That, yeah, I'm going to the NFC. Now you got Aaron Rodgers doing the same thing that Russell Wilson did, and now he's going. Oh, and not only is he going into the AFC, he's going into play the Bills and the Dolphins, who are loaded, and the Patriots. It's just Phil Belichick. They're just they're going to win eight, seven. You know they'll, they'll be right there. They're not going to just be a dumpster fire. To, they'll compete. They'll show up. It's not just going to be this, oh, I showed up and I'm here now and I brought all my guys, the guys who were, you know, I complained I had no weapons in Green Bay, so I brought all those guys with me. Huh? Okay. <laughs> and it's just going to be snap my fingers and we're going to be the greatest thing ever. And it, no, I'm not buying it.
1: But you know that weirdo only trust a handful of receivers. So, yeah, of course they had to bring all those Green Bay guys.
2: And the Jets' yeah. uh, trash offensive line. Good luck protecting a almost 40 year old quarterback with a trash offensive line, one of the worst graded offensive lines last year uh, with a, you know we talk about that with Burrow. Rodgers does not have Joe Burrow mobility or durability. Um, I don't think this goes as great as they think it's going to go.
1: I'm sure you didn't hear about this because why would you but
2: oh, and um, he- also before I say that the the Jets because we talked about the Bengals in their thirtieth ranked pass blocking last year just for 29th
1: oh boy um yeah uh, to that point rogers is already tagging david Bakhtiari in his instagram posts like he's already oh, he including <laughs> he knows he, he knows. absolutely knows
2: dead man walking
1: <laughs> and everyone else should know too if they're paying attention yeah. um I, even with all that I'm not impartial. I'm probably shorting the Jets because I'm a, a Karen Rogers hater for life uh, as a Bears fan.
2: Well, you um, have to be. <laughs> I kind of have the to be. Same thing when Favre left town.
1: Well, I know I did. I know I said, oh, thank God. the Favre, I, I, had a, I, I know because I saw a, a Facebook memory post from like 13 years ago that said, Brett Favre signed with the Vikings. Thank God. That's two sure victories for the Bears. Uh, so, yes, I was absolutely uh, hating on Favre back then. Um, and I'm hating on Karen Rogers now, but honestly, they don't—they know he hasn't been to a Super Bowl in 13 years or whatever, right? They—they—he's uh, not the Green Savior. He's—it's just—it's not going to be what everyone thinks is going to be. I guess I'm not hating quite as much as you are. I have the Jets in the Wild Card. I do have them making the playoffs. Sure. Of course, I have the Bills winning the division. Um, and I have the uh, Dolphins out, actually.
2: Oh, okay. Um, but. To the point for Aaron Rodgers last year. This is last year's total ranks, PFF grades, right? Those are pretty trustworthy the way they grade things last year. Packers third pass blocking, number two running game.
1: Wow, okay.
2: And and Aaron Rodgers left that.
1: (laughs) Wow. I, the, the the relationship had clearly uh, disintegrated, but yeah, no, to and, your and point, he
2: wanted to and he wanted to go, but j- yeah. just showing up and, and genuflecting isn't going to produce wins.
1: <laughs> no, uh, what will so, produce enough wins to me is Robert Sala's defense. That's what's being yes, overlooked. Right?
2: No, that's number, and they were number one. They were the number one graded defense last year. Excellent, and no, it, but again, let me just go through this with Russell Wilson. Didn't he just do this same thing and go to a team with a top five defense and it was just going to be, you know, strawberries and cream. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Didn't happen. Yeah,
1: but I, I don't know how anyone could possibly predict a disaster like what Russell Wilson had well, no, last that was,
2: year. <laughs> and, and and our favorite thing to add to the recipe is Nathaniel Hackett. Now he's with the <laughs> Jets too. putting Put oh, the band no. back together. Oh no! So when we talk, but the team that's we talked about the overselling, underselling. So all the overselling of the Jets has completely come at the expense of the Bills. Uh, how many people I'm talking about? The Bills are just going to completely fall off a cliff, and they're not even going to make the playoffs. I'm like, uh, what? So, yeah, no, definitely
1: not a lot of Bills love like not like they used to be.
2: No, because it's all Jets. Because again, to put somebody on the pedestal and be like, all oh, the jets are going to win 13 games. And there's going to be great. They have to do it at the expense of what their eyes tell them, which is Buffalo bills are still a really good football team. And, you know, now that we've had the whole off season to sort of, uh, you know, digest everything, they went through a nightmare last year. They watched one of their teammates die on the they field did. and have to get brought back to life. And, you know, and they played they had to have all that emotion and and that all culminated in that completely flat game that they played in the playoffs against Cincinnati, and Cincinnati did have a bone to pick, and Cincinnati came in looking like what the bills usually look like, you know when we got who we'll only really play well when they have something to the bills, and Cincinnati showed up thinking they got robbed because of that game. And they shouldn't mm-hmm. have even been playing that game in Buffalo. And they beat the hell out of them. And Buffalo has played with so much emotion and left it all out on the... It, it's fine. You ended it and it went flat. But I just still don't think that that's the end of the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen's a bum.
1: <laughs> yeah, it definitely feels like sort of the Bills' last opportunity. Um, you got the defense, uh, defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier, who called it quits. He's uh, stepping yeah. away. Stephon Diggs seem to have a crisis in the off season, uh, possibly related to him not getting the ball enough. Uh, they, they keep sounding like they want to put Project in bubble wrap and sort of not let him run around as much, sort of what the Ravens might want to do with Lamar Jackson. Uh, but they know that hinders his play so much; they can't let him do that. It, it would be it wouldn't be the same player at all if they if they right. tried to protect Project like that. So, uh, you know, that first game of the season, Monday night at Rogers, yeah. that that'll be telling. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna say a lot because that should be where the Bills come out with that chip from hearing all that hype in the off season about Rodgers and say, right. oh yeah, watch yeah. this.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I, <laughs> I don't want to give away any picks or anything, but it sure feels like we you know we talk about like that these teams like the Chiefs and the and the thing we all the, the Bills very similar because what all the Bills show up when they know they have to show up. A lot of, there's a lot of games the Bills don't show up. We've seen plenty of those, but it's like when the Bills know, like it's all on the line. Oh yeah. You think you're bad. Like you said, watch this. And then they just, that's, that's been the Bills MO for the last few seasons. So that's really like So you're right. This would be the spot for them to show up and do something like that.
1: And it would just, it just feels like the perfect kickoff for the Bills to take that division and Win like 14 games and reestablish themselves. Like, okay, y'all yeah. talking about it, everybody else against a
2: team against a team that gave them fits last year and handled them and 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 bullied them around. So we'll see. It, it
1: mm-hmm.
2: couldn't start the season off better.
1: Um, you couldn't end in week one better. That's that's the one, the Monday night. Yeah. That's that's I'll the I'll game. So,
2: uh, but we both have the Bills still there.
1: We do. they uh, got a secret weapon in Dalton Kincaid at tight end. You talked about that at the, during draft time, during the, yeah. the aftermath. Uh, and, you know, that offense is still very, very tough and very potent. Uh, James Cook is the lead back now. Um, yeah, I, it, I'm with you exactly. It feels like everyone is sort of looking at the Bills and saying, well, that, so much for them. They had their chance. Um, and, and yeah, I, I feel like this is sort of their last chance. I think they, they know it. they got to be feeling it. I think Diggs is feeling it. Um, I think project is feeling it. Um, yeah, uh, this is it. This is their, their chance to, to sort of get back and put themselves back at the top where, where they belong. And, uh, Hey, they got to do it for Demar. They brought Demar back. He, he made the team and yeah, uh, hopefully last year was something that, yeah, it seemed like it did drain them, uh, at the end of the year. Um, and maybe that was just something that you know no team has to deal with that. So it's a very unique situation. And maybe now uh, that DeMar's back and, and everything seems to be copacetic, uh, that they can just turn around and totally focus on football and, and put themselves
2: back at the top where they where they belong. Yeah, I, I I still think that they're the one of the best teams in the AFC and definitely the the best team in that division. So, but the Jets are cool. Everyone loves yeah, the Mets and Aaron Rodgers. Just wait until things toy. don't go so great. See how much everybody loves Aaron Rodgers. And when things aren't how... going that great. But we, uh, you are, uh, you and I are flipped on the Dolphins, though. So you're you're out. I'm in. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, as long that's again, just keep Tua. Don't, don't let him get a stiff breeze that hits him, and he'll be okay. <laughs> No Didn't one see has, all the stuff about he's learning how to take hits and roll. Oh yeah, them. you don't see you don't see this. There's 31 other starting quarterbacks that don't have to have articles like this written about them. So, good luck, Tua. But if he stays upright, I mean that offense is it is smoking hot every time they take the field.
1: Yeah, all those quarterbacks, none of them are taking jujitsu to learn how to fall. Um, Yet yeah, <laughs> nobody has any idea how long Tua will remain upright. Until he's right. concussed again, nobody.
2: everyone's got to be done, right? I mean,
1: well, I, I would have him done already. Like nobody. Have we ever? Have we ever seen a quarterback do that last year with the two or three times on the field and making game signs and all that? So I, I would have said staggering no,
2: around dude. and getting sent, yeah, to, getting and then, and then getting sent back out. I mean, it's a dirty, dirty organization the way they treated that situation, and we've, we've had a lot. We've, we've given them our fair share of, uh, of crap for it, but I, I, I mean. X's and O's. I still think they're better than the Jets.
1: They they deserve eighty percent of the crap, and maybe the other twenty should go should go to the league. Like you got to, at some point, the league's got to step in and say, um, that's a really bad look for us to have that guy wobbling around and throwing up gang signs and stuff. We gotta uh, put it into that ourselves, you know, before
2: something really tragic happens. Yeah, something's have to save Tua from himself at some point here, or let's just hope, you know for the safety of the player and for, you know, and, and for the fun of the game that he he's able to stay out there because they are electric when he is back there. We all throw the Waddle and Hill.
1: They are. They're, they're also impossible to predict because of, of his, his situation. Uh, right. So they, they bring on Big Fangio to lead the D and he'll win some games by himself just by putting guys in the right place. Um, and and I still have him third because I'm just wondering, uh, you know, even if, let's say, Tua does stay upright, does he still have Does he have a plan B? I'm still wondering about that, uh, if the opposition takes away his targets down the seams because that seemed to be what jump-started him into an extremely productive quarterback is Mike McDaniel came in and said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, run them down the seams, and you just keep throwing it to them, and nobody can stop. When when they cover one, throw it to the other. When they cover the other, throw it to the other.
2: Four times last year with Tua before he got hurt, and he missed a lot of games. Four times with Tua before he before the season ended, uh, both those guys, both of them went over 100 yards in the same game.
1: Yeah, yeah, There's an absolutely destructive it's, daily double,
2: yeah, it's, and it's mad, unstoppable, mad numbers, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> Pretty much,
2: but uh, keep but them upright, someone's going to come. So... Up-
1: Someone's going to stop that. Someone's going to come up uh, with a defensive game plan to stop that. You, you can't have an unstoppable yeah. offense. Yeah, it's
2: called, it's called blitz Tua into oblivion and knock him out of the game.
1: That that would be one way to do it, yeah. Uh, but even if they don't, what if someone comes up with a plan B uh, or someone stops those two guys, someone double brackets those two guys, what's the plan B? What, what's he going to do uh, when he can't go to those guys? So that's what I'm wondering. I, st- I didn't see – uh, enough evidence that he has a plan B even when he stays in the game. So that's uh, another reason why I have them I mean, it's, uh, sort of it's downgraded. not River
2: Craycraft?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> or Mike Gesicki. I know he's not there anymore. But <laughs> no, no, he's
2: not there anymore. Uh, they have the, the tight end uh, depth charge pretty bad. Uh,
1: so we both had the Patriots four, but I want to come right out and say they will be a tough test every week for the top teams. Uh, and, and it's yeah, hard they're not to pick laying
2: them. down on anybody. Now it, it, that, yeah. that Ask Clown's gone. Um,
1: right. Yeah, uh, It's hard to pick them anywhere other than last in that division. But they won't play like a last-place team. The D is sound in every phase. And, yeah, they have an actual offensive coordinator now in Bill O'Brien, which will make them look almost competent when they have the ball. It will be a, a complete difference from what, whatever that was last year. That was terrible. Uh, So the AFC East odds uh, look like this. I can find the page. Bills, the favorite, plus 120, followed by the Jets, plus 250. So it's good to see that the Bills are actually still the betting favorite there. And then the Dolphins, Dolphins very close at plus 300. So those three bunched up and then the Patriots and back at plus 800. So I I think that's pretty fair.
2: Yeah, I mean we're you and I, that just goes to show how close you and I are, even with the the Jets and the Dolphins. Um, but I maybe not as close as maybe not so much because not, not, I'm not drinking this Jets whatever <laughs> lime Kool Aid and was that what it would be? Uh, yeah,
1: yeah uh, lemon lime, yeah, something All like
2: right. that. So I got the Jags, the Steelers, and the Dolphins uh, to go with my four division winners.
1: And my division winners, KC, Cincinnati, and Buffalo, along with you, uh, we differ on Jacksonville and Tennessee. And my wild cards: the Chargers, the Steelers, and the Jets.
2: So we're not, it's not too crazy.
1: Not too crazy. Uh, let's go to this interesting NFC, which might be a little crazier because it's hard to tell who's decent and who's not over here. Uh, NFC West, how do you see that breaking down?
2: Uh, NFC West, one of the easier ones. Um, I'm going to go Niners, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are going to get the number one pick. I think they're the worst team in football, <laughs> and they're total trash. And I don't have anybody else coming out of this division other than the Niners. So uh, I think that the Seahawks were a fun story last year. I expect some regression from them. I, I it would be, Sean McVay's probably going to be – Getting courted again for a boost job because everybody keeps wanting to just double their offer to him every year. And Matthew Stafford and that team—you would talk about long in the tooth. This is the—we're paying the price for that title tour, is what they're going on, um, and they're going to be on this for a while. I don't think things are looking up for the Rams. So Seahawks are nice, um, but I think that they fall just short of a of a wild card. And I still think that the all you got to do is give uh, Kyle Shanahan. Uh, Anybody who can play the quarterback position, and, and ambulatory,
1: anyone ambulatory. Yeah,
2: the, the only way to beat them is to knock all of their quarterbacks out <laughs> of the game,
1: uh, yeah. or wait for him to, to trade his quarterbacks. Now he, uh, he can't even uh, yeah, wait for to them know.
2: to give up the booty to get a quarterback, <laughs> who then they turn around two years later and trade for a four.
1: They start four times and say, oh, "Yeah, we, we're done with you."
2: No, you know, and and we're not talking. We, we talk about the the greatness and the geniusness of Kyle Shanahan. It it, it it's not, or him and John Lynch. It's it, it's not these moves. Um,
1: that trade is not part of the geniusness. That, that is, is not part of the geniuses. down in history.
2: No, that one is going to go down as one of the worst ever. Um, mm-hmm. Everything that they and when you see what everybody got. For Trey Lance what the Dolphins got and how they were able to redo that they basically made the Dolphins the Dolphins with that trade that made
1: the that made the Mitch Trubisky trade look good yeah that's how bad it, that your
2: bears your bears are off the hook yeah um, definitely but on the field they still produce they're still the best team in that division and definitely NFC contenders
1: no doubt about that um all in on Mister Irrelevant, uh, Brock Purdy, uh, and I have the Niners number one, of course, in that division as well. But remember, you can't do that without the infrastructure in place. Kyle Shanahan's mad scientist offense allows them to trade Trey Lance and roll with Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold. Uh, it's okay, whoever they get hurt, because they can bring in anybody. Like I said, and old Kyle Niners Shanahan will make
2: Sam Darnold look good, won't he?
1: <laughs> he would. If Sam Darnold has to start five games, I don't care who the opposition will be; he'd go four and one. I promise you.
2: Yes. <laughs> and, and if he gets
1: hurt, they'll they'll call you on the phone and have you out there, and you'll look. i up.
2: Quarterback. Yeah. I'm warming up.
1: Get ready. Uh, just don't let Purdy get hurt again. It would uh, would not be good. But uh, on the defensive end, good hire Steve Wilkes to to handle the D after uh, D'Amico Ryan's got the uh, Houston job. Right. Now give give Nick Bosa his damn bad. We got all these defenders out there trying to get their money, and and the teams are being stingy because they all want to give the quarterbacks fifty five million dollars. Give Nick Bosa his money. He's he's damn good to Nick the Niner. Uh, he's he's as important to that defense as anybody, uh, and, and they they really need the defensive end to hold up uh, to be a, an all time contender in the NFC. You got to have both to, to compete with the, with the cream of the uh, of the NFC, which would be the Eagles. Um, but they can be right there. I can absolutely see the, the Niners and Eagles, uh, battling once again in the uh, NFC title game. And hopefully uh, Brock Purdy will actually stay healthy the whole game this time. That would make a, a big difference.
2: Yeah. Um, and the Niners you're talking about teams that are playing angry. Sure. The Niners, whether you believe it or not, the Niners feel a little robbed, like, Hey, we were in that game before all of our quarterbacks got destroyed. Um, and they were. And they were they were going to you everybody knew they were going to give the Eagles all they could handle in that mm-hmm. game. And then it, it was sad to watch because I don't think I think we were all kind of robbed of what could have been a, a re, really great uh NFC championship game and nobody got to see that. So I, I there there's a little bit of a redemption arc here going for the for the Niners this year. Uh it's not very often that you have a team that won as many games as they do. Uh, coming out of the gate,
1: angry. Yeah, but that the way that ended. Yeah, that don't make anybody yeah. angry. Uh, we are one, two, three, four. kumbaya. The only spike difference is um, all in on on oh god, Geno Smith. i have i got the the Seahawks as a as a playoff team. Um, at some point, you think he's going to turn back into oh god, Geno Smith. I, I don't know when that's gonna happen. It it probably will happen sometime soon, but I, I don't know if it's gonna happen this year. They got a much needed extra weapon uh in Jackson Smith and Jigla, uh although he busted his wrist last month. But they, they need a they needed a third. They, they keep relying on um uh DK uh Metcalf and, and uh I don't like it. That's the guy. That's the guy. Um, I'm 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 old and it's getting late.
2: It's um, ten thirty almost. I get it.
1: Uh, and they, they needed a third and they got a third. And I think that's going to make a, a difference for them. They know they got to stop getting gashed on the ground. So it's back to the future with Bobby Wagner at, at linebacker, but he's still good. So it's not, not like they're bringing in a, you know, a guy that's a complete show of himself. So uh, the secondary that's, that's, that's low key fierce right there. That secondary of the, of the Seahawks. Um, and that's without a still beat up Jamal Adams. So I think that's uh, my key with, with, with the Seahawks is not just the offense staying decent, but, um, kind of quietly, low key. There, the the back end of that defense is is pretty stout.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't hate them. I think that they fall just outside, but I don't think that the Seahawks are going to sneak up on anybody this year. I do like the I do like them getting their running backs back healthy. Although, the, how long is that going to last? Seattle can yeah, keep of, running backs healthy.
1: Right so, now, long I was as say they kind of recycle them in and out, just whoever's yeah. whoever can get up and, and play for us, yeah. that's who's going to so, play.
2: Kenneth Walker played great uh, until he got hurt. So they uh, yeah. they drafted Jack Charbonnet. Well, we'll see how long he lasts. So
1: right,
2: they that is a team with you know a hundred year old Pete Carroll. You can have all these offensive passing weapons. They still want to run the football. That that sure. when you know and when Gino was having his sort of renaissance, they were doing it with huge running games and production from that position before. They all got hurt, and then his numbers slowly started coming down,
0: <laughs> right,
2: so they got to keep those that 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 running game going to to defeat it because if it's just Geno against the world, I'm taking the world
1: <laughs> but that's the thing, he didn't just explode and, and turn into old guy Geno Smith, even when he started coming back down, he still stayed you know pretty steady, so and he was productive,
2: I, but it wasn't what it was
1: it, it wasn't a complete implosion either, which is what we are it wasn't embarrassing. Him. Uh, the Rams are embarrassing. However terrible this thing becomes, hey, they got the ring. You know what I mean? They did. It's,
2: they did. They, they did. sold their souls. and We talked about that many few years now. They sold out to get that ring. And so, well, and
1: now this is the, the, rem- the remnants just of
2: pay, it. Yeah, just paying the price. Fine. They got the ring.
1: Uh, you mentioned uh, Sean McVay. It feels like his last hurrah. Um, like you said, keep getting... Offers. Hey, I I would keep sitting out too. You, if the T V offers keep doubling. If someone offers me three mil and I say no and they come back to the next year and say, Okay, six mil I'm like Next year oh, they're gonna is, say twelve. Is that how that works? Okay, no. <laughs> and then you sit there and wait for next year. Okay, twelve. Uh, um let me think. Well no I'll think about
2: it. I'll think about it.
1: <laughs> so like cash considerations? Yeah, hmm.
2: I'll consider it.
1: I'll consider that. Um yeah, uh, Aaron Donald probably laughs a while as well. That great career, but he's getting uh, getting getting up there as well. Um, and I'm on record already saying Matthew Stafford should have quit last year. Um, and Cooper Cup yeah, is already actually, going. He
2: should have just to, rode off into the sunset with that Super Bowl. Right.
1: Uh, would have been okay. Already, nobody would have
2: faulted him. But you know what? We can say all of that, and they're still better than the Cardinals.
1: Well, the Cardinals are trying to to be bad. They're 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 choking yeah. for Caleb.
2: That's a. It that is a trash.
1: When you cut Colt McCoy before yeah. the season begins, because uh, out of fear that he might try to win too many games.
2: Colt McCoy, <laughs> We're cutting the backup because he might win us a few games.
1: You are in full-on tank mode. Yeah, full-on. that quarterback
2: room right now is Josh Dobbs and Clayton Toon. That is
1: choke for Caleb. That's exactly what that uh, it's
2: it it's got to be because I mean it's it's baby Terminator the ghost of baby Terminator in the in the backfield it, it, it ugh, it's it's bad it's bad <laughs> one win maybe two maybe I
1: don't know one win that's uh, wow you, you don't think they're gonna win three by accident
2: no <laughs> wow I think okay. if they win three. It would be an accident because they would have—they'll have won a game that they didn't—they didn't mean to. When they, they signed they... Chris Brown to be their kicker, you watch <laughs> out.
1: Blair Walsh, pick your pick your phone up. That's right. Um, <laughs> it, no amount of Homer for Kyler Murray is going to help this that It's not going to matter. Uh, NFC West odds: Niner is a big favorite, minus one sixty-five, followed by the Seahawks plus one ninety, yep. Rams plus one thousand. Seems really big until nope. you get to the Cardinals, who oh, are 5000
2: Wow. $100 on the Cardinals wins you five large if they win the division, folks. Don't do it. Oh,
1: don't, yeah, you no matter well how big it gets.
2: You might as well just take $100 out of your wallet and light it on fire.
1: <laughs> uh, plus 3000 I, I read that wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, still, still a
2: lot. Too much. They're not going to win the division.
1: Way too much. Uh, NFC North. Uh, what's going on up there uh, with, your, uh, with your hometown There's
2: backers? There's two teams who, uh, in this division that are getting a lot of irrational love. It's the Lions and it's your Bears. Your Bears are getting, so, <laughs> for a three-win team, have you yeah. heard more optimism for a three-win team it's, it's With that, been a the lot. team that got the number one pick in the draft? There are people out there. They're idiots, but there are people out there <laughs> who are picking the Bears to win this division. I, no, Okay, I'm going Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears. I have the top three in this division all making the playoffs. So the Vikings, the Lions, and the Packers in a dogfight all season, all three of them make the playoffs. The Bears uh, pull up the rear. Because you know what? Even if they double their win, doubling their win total, and if they get up to six or seven, it's a great season from coming off of three. Their defense is still pretty bad. Justin Fields is still going to get hurt, so I'm, I'm not one of these people who's all in on all in on the Bears. But um, everyone's in the Lions, and I, the Lions are going to be better. But I think everybody is selling short the other two teams, and the Vikings and the Packers, and they're not that bad.
1: You're clearly not in on the Bears. You have them as the only team in the division not making a playoffs. That's uh, well, I was going to have
2: all four. I wasn't going to have all four of them make the playoffs. <laughs> Well, you could have. I wasn't going to do that.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, the uh, – boy, I don't know where to begin on this. Um, I have uh, the uh, – I have bought the hype on the Lions. I do have them winning the division. Um, I do have the Vikings second because they aren't that bad, even though they're the biggest fraud of a 13-win team you'll ever see. Right. Um, I have the Bears third. I have the Packers last. And I have the Vikings uh, as a wild card.
2: Okay. Yeah, where do we uh, so, begin with that? Uh, well, you're drinking the Kool-Aid. You're drinking the blue Kool-Aid. You're drink. You're you're all in on the lions uh, and the, the ankle biters.
1: That's right. Uh, the major difference maker isn't Dan Campbell, and I understand he's got the motivation and the the ankle biting and all that stuff. The the major difference maker, the reason I picked him to win the division is their uh offensive of coordinator Ben Johnson came back. He was one of those guys that was being rumored for head coaching jobs and he actually decided to yeah. stay put uh and come back to Detroit. Ben Johnson won several games last year by himself with with some of his gutsy play calls, uh, late in games. Uh he won games uh with with some of his plays. Uh they add Jameer Gibbs as a playmaker, uh versatile running back. That only makes him more dangerous. It's it's clear they play for for Campbell. It's clear they, uh, rally up and hustle for their coach. They don't take plays off. They really do bite your ankles and your kneecaps all day and all that stuff. Uh, but it's the, the actual, uh, confidence that, uh, Jared Goff has in that offense. And it's the creativity of of the OC Ben Johnson. Um, and he gets a new toy, new weapon with Gibbs. Um, yeah, that, they'd really be a threat if the D wasn't garbage. They'd be like a, a real threat in the uh, in the NFC, I think. But uh, uh, Aiden Hutchinson can swing games by himself as well. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm all in on the Lions. It's, it's, it's not just the attitude. Um, it, it's the fact that they retain the, uh, the sort of creative mind that made them as dangerous as they are. And, and so that's why I'm buying in with them.
2: Okay. I mean, that's fair enough. Uh, I think that the Lions and the Vikings, I don't think either one of them play defense. No. uh the Vikings shockingly were a much better graded defense they were the fourth uh they were the fourth overall ranked team last year uh if you go by p f f overall not just defense overall they were number four um elite offensively uh, they were top five of course. and defensively but defensively they were height they were fourth that's more than eight. so is that coaching? Is that situational stuff? Because they graded out, I'm looking at it right now, in the green in every category that you track defensively. So I don't know what it was with them. <laughs> you know, I, It could be coaching because they got down a lot. They had all these miracle comebacks. They were beating all these teams by three. And then when they lost, they were getting beat by 30. It was a very <laughs> strange season last year. For the Vikings, but I still don't think they're they're bad. I, losing Dalvin Cook is not going to help them. I don't think Alexander Madison is a number one back. I think he's a great backup. Um, so we'll see if he's even the guy all year, or if they go with uh, Ty Chandler. Saw a lot of play during the preseason. They really like him. He's the backup running back, second year guy. Uh, they've got this Justin Jefferson. Now they've added Jordan Addison to that mix. So we'll see. They're clearly going to score points. They just gave Hawkinson the bag at tight end. It's can they stop people defensively? Um, Everybody loves the lions loves that offense. That's great. Jameer Gibbs and and Williams, when he comes back and uh, Jameson Williams, when he comes back and then you got Amon, Ra, But, I still think that the Vikings have the better offensive group. I think they have the better quarterback in the group. Kirk Cousins is probably one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the league. If you just close your eyes and do the blind stat tests on Kirk Cousins, his numbers are exceptional. It just doesn't come out in always in the win column the way you'd like because he's kind of got that. You like Jimmy that? D. You yeah. like that? He's, he's Jimmy G with better numbers.
1: Ooh, is that a compliment?
2: Kind like of backhanded of a compliment as you can get. <laughs> Seriously. It's, it, it's which one of these two teams, cause I have them both finishing one and two, which one of these two teams can play some defense. Cause the Vikings are coming down from 13 wins. They, they have to, yes. there's no way you can, that's what they did was not sustainable and they got embarrassed in the playoffs by Danny dimes. <laughs> and then I, I, you know, so it's going to be probably 11 and 10 between those two. And it's just going to be a toss-up of which one of them can get a few stops on defense, because I like both the offenses. Um, I still think that the Vikings have the edge there, so it, to me it's defense. They both uh, consequently gave up the exact same number of points last season, 427, so they're both bad. Very much. Now, the Packers. covered's not bare. It's not like Aaron Rodgers left and there's just nothing left on that team. That's still the number two graded running attack in football. I mean that's they, they still have Jordan Love. You know, he's going to be you know, clearly he's the guy now and it's going to all come down to you know, what kind of a season are they going to get out of him. But I don't think it's going to be he's just going to be complete trash. He he has some of the he has a good defense, they have a good secondary. You know, they 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 they've, they haven't been able to stop the run in Green Bay for what a decade. So I don't think you're going to fix that, but they'll be there. And they're going to be in a lot of games and it's going to come down to what kind of a rapport does he have with his receivers late? And these guys are all the young guys that he's come up with. So he's going to have the Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs who he has great rapport with. Uh, they drafted this tight end, Musgrave. They really like him. And then he's, Oh, Oh, by the way, I can turn around and give the ball to Aaron Jones and, and AJ Dillon. Sure. It, it, it and their defense is good. So I, I don't think it's as bad for them, and everybody's crapping on them. I get it. It's easy to do. Aaron Rodgers lost them games last year. I think we're both on the record with that. There were plenty of games last year where he had no clue what he was doing, both of those Detroit games. What was Aaron Rodgers doing? Uh, Um, Throwing left-handed
1: passes into the end zone for interceptions.
2: You started to hear the whispers here in Wisconsin that, yeah uh, maybe uh would maybe jordan love would have won some of these games that Rodgers is losing i can't say that these people were wrong watching what i watched last year he was clearly full of himself like he was the show and i don't think it's going to be as bad for them as as people think
1: well love certainly gets his chance to, this year the show that if whether that's true or not um, right. I do have them fourth. Uh, every Bears fans nightmare would be Jordan Love springing up and deciding to be really as you know as Aaron's <laughs> a. heir. Like no, no, no. Hey, Aaron
2: Rodgers. Aaron no. Rodgers won six games, six his first season as the starter. Uh, after after Favre left, Aaron Rodgers won six games. And then he went on from there to win a lot more. Right. So, so everybody yeah, after Rodgers left was like, "Oh, this is going to be easy. This Rogers, <laughs> uh, uh-huh, uh." Uh-huh. So even yeah. if it isn't, even if it is a face plant or a six-win season or it doesn't so go so great this year for Jordan Love, that doesn't mean that it's just going to be easy street the whole rest of the way.
1: Uh, we'll be watching very closely, as you already mentioned. If he has a rapport with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, there's a chance that they'll be m- much better than uh, most of us think. They. They can protect him with the strong run game. What they can't do is stop the run. You already mentioned that. Um, Yeah, no, their run
2: defense is so bad.
1: Yeah, and they're in the wrong division to have a bad run defense because all those other teams in the division are going to steamroll them. That's why I got them last.
2: Okay, but not the Bears. So you've got the Bears going from three wins to what?
1: Six, seven, yeah.
2: Oh, so you've got the Packers winning like four or five?
1: I don't see any reason to think Jordan Love going to come in and just light him up, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, lot, lots to look forward to uh, with the Bears on offense and defense. Justin Fields was much better last year. He gets a wide receiver upgrade with D.J. Moore. Got a big infusion of talent on D with uh, Tremaine Edmonds, T.J. Edwards, a the linebacker. Uh, they had to beef up that run D, which is next to last in the league, so they they did what the backers should have done, which is you know get some uh, infusion uh, on on defense and try to beef up the the run defense. Uh, they'll still get in shootouts. Uh, that's going to be their downfall ultimately, but it should be at least uh, some very entertaining losses at least. So yeah,
2: I, I'm not. Oh, I don't know if you call that fun drinking. bad.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think that's drinking Kool Aid necessarily, but guess okay. I think they'll be they'll be better than last year and still not. Uh, I still don't have them over 500. I can't, I cannot imagine a scenario in which no. the bears win nine games.
2: No, they were, they were fun, bad in the stretches last year when they were losing those games, you know, 32 29. So we'll see.
1: Well, setting records for quarterback rushing. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Um, but yeah, the, the Vikings at two, I I, I don't, I'm I, hopefully I'm not dissing them or disrespecting them, but I do have them as a wild card. Um, I'll be interested to see Brian Flores try to do something with that defense. Uh, not saying he's going to make him a top ten unit, but I think they'll be better than than last year. I, you, you pointed out some of the metrics uh, underlined that uh, indicates that they might be a lot better than than their numbers indicate. Yeah, which is the... which
2: was just shocking. Um, right. I haven't I haven't looked at my my PFF stuff. You know, obviously, I had no reason to. But when I looked right. at the Vikings, you know, because they have these uh, team grades for the whole regular season last year, and they're all sort of color coded, right? So anything green or blue is is good, right? Obviously. And then you know red is really bad and you just those reds jump out to you. Uh like sure. the bills with their tackling. Uh that's red. Um <laughs> but the Vikings green across the board. Wow. Everything, offense, defense, special teams. And and, and overall grade, the fourth graded team overall, which again how has that happened with a team that was thirteen and four and underwater?
1: I was just about to say, wow! That means they must have outscored everybody by like five hundred points. No. Uh,
2: oh, no, and, and all the teams they got around outscored. them, all the teams around them, plus one thirty, plus one eighty, you know, plus seventy. Uh, the teams right after them, plus thirty five, plus almost a hundred. Uh, only the Dolphins at nine and eight were underwater, and they were the seventh ranked team. And don't ask me how Atlanta Falcons were the eighth graded team last year, but they were. Well,
1: yeah, that is very uh, very surprising for a team that's you know the raw number says you know twentieth run defense right. and thirty thirtieth uh, pass defense or thirty yeah. first. The fraud
2: uh, kings. We called them the yes. fraud kings last year, so I get it. We, we certainly I mean, they did the, something this year.
1: well the the hype train uh, for betting wise is definitely running all the way off the tracks with the lions they are plus 135 to win the NFC north wow and the vikings are plus 270 now that might be a nice uh, bet to put down uh, the some, pack had,
2: made some stacks on that
1: the uh, the betters agree with you they put the pack next at plus 350 and the bears at plus 450 in that division
2: that's probably one of the tightest betting odds divisions I've heard so yeah. far. It, it, but it I don't is. know about, I'm not as sold on the bears. I, I, everybody just for them to get that kind of love after winning three games and having the number one pick.
1: They're still, little, okay. they're, still beating, they're still getting bet last in the division.
2: They are, they are, but they're not plus 3000. Like, you know, they're not as bad as the Cardinals, but I'm just saying.
1: All right. 18 minutes for two divisions. Here we go. Okay. NFC South.
2: Falcons. Saints, Panthers, Bucks.
1: Uh, that's exactly what I got. No, wait, that's not what I got. You said Saints second.
2: Yeah, Falcons, Saints, Panthers, Bucks. Okay, I
1: reversed uh, the, the two the, two of those teams there because I got Falcons, Bucks, Panthers, Saints.
2: <laughs> okay, so you got the Saints just cratering. Um, yeah. And I've got the Bucs cratering, so, but we both have there you go. the Falcons. And, we both uh, picked the and, Falcons
1: to win the division. That was one of my surprises, too. But
2: uh, No, I said it earlier in the show. Nobody plays the brand of football that they play. They are the team that you just – how do you prepare to play the Falcons? They're going to bring this three-headed rushing attack now with Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier, and Cordero Patterson and uh, – I guarantee you the largest wide receiver core in football. <laughs>
1: There's some big boys.
2: That is dudes with Pitts and London and now Mac Hollins. Um, that is a large unit um, out there, and it's it's all going to come down to Desmond Ritter and this completely retooled defense. They went mm-hmm. out and threw so much money uh, on defense, and we saw this a few years ago with. Eagles. It didn't work out, so it will be really interested to see how this gels together, because you can put all... This is like the Madden defense that they're doing now, but they <laughs> just went out, and they were like, oh, Jesse Bates, you come here, and Kalei Campbell, David Onyemata, we're just going to bring all these guys in and just add them to... and get rid of the guys who are bums, and we're just going to add them to the guys we already had. Oh, Jeff Akuda, you too, we're going to trade for you, and we're just going to add you to AJ Terrell, and Grady <laughs> Jarrett, and we're going to see if we can make some things happen, but... Uh, I to be a fun team. I don't think they're gonna, like, yeah. I don't think they're going to Super Bowl or anything like that. But this is Arthur Smith is clearly putting his stamp on this team. He is turning them into the more South Titans. They're the Titans South. South. <laughs> um, they want to run. They want to play action. They want big, easy targets for Desmond Ritter to throw the ball to, and he's loading up on defensive guys. Brought Bud Dupree. Got, you know, over from Tennessee. They completely looked at, they had all the money, too. Uh, Them and the Bears had the most money going into free agency and and was shocked when I saw Atlanta spent all of it on defense. I was shocked because it was smart.
1: (laughs) And they usually don't do smart. Correct. Oh, well, they got to try something. That defense is just terrible. Um, they've been terrible for a long time. They also brought in Ryan Nielsen from New Orleans uh, to be the coordinator, try to make them steady. Yeah. Um, I think that's smart, too. So, yeah, smart all around for the Falcons. Um, They, they are uh, absolutely just too different from all the other teams in the league for, for this weak-ass division to handle them. I, I completely concur with that. Uh, none of the other teams will be ready for Atlanta's relentless rushing, and if Desmond Ritter is half-competent, uh, he's got some big weapons to, to aim for, so yeah, it could be a surprising year for for Arthur Smith and the, and the Dirty Birds. Yeah, the, the Titans would be the Mid South Titans, and the Falcons are now the the Dirty South or the Deep South Titans. Yes,
2: yeah, they're, the, they're the deeper South. Um, <laughs> and and I mean, they and and it was one of their few offensive signings. But if Desmond Ritter falls completely on his face, mm-hmm. he's not the savior. Hey beer man. <laughs> Our boy Tyler Heineken is he's not a bad two. He's if that if the cane comes out and pulls Desmond Ritter off the stage or if he gets hurt, that offense can still move with Heineken.
1: Sure. It's certainly and better than have, if they kept Mariota. <laughs> uh
2: yes. So we'll see what we'll see how long they roll with Ritter. Uh third round pick a couple seasons ago. And uh, how long they rolled with him? He looked okay as the season ended last year. We'll see what they get out of him. But it, you know, if it's not working out, uh, Taylor Heineke is not the worst backup to have. I mean, he's playoff experience. You know, the big easy targets on that team, and it all help, always helps when you can turn around to three different running backs, and all of them are all of them are pass catchers. It's gonna be so weird. Well, I don't know how you prepare for this team offensively.
1: Yeah, very, very versatile. Almost Niners-like. Uh, do you uh, love the Saints a lot more than I do?
2: I don't like anybody in this division really after the pa- uh, Falcons because I have nobody else going to the playoffs in this division. Um, right. Neither do I. Yeah, I, I just I think they just do it off of muscle memory. Uh, I don't trust the other two teams. so This isn't so much a pro-Saints pick. As this right. is a... Uh, I'm not, you know. Again, you got Bryce Young. You don't. You got the the new quarterback there, uh, Baker Mayfield with Bucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, I mean, when we have the Saints, it's Derek Carr. I mean, all, I think all I think they're all just trash. I think they're just <laughs> put them all in a bag and they're just jumble them together. I think I think it's all just not going to go well. Um, I think all of those teams win five to seven games. They're, I think they're all pretty bad. I mean, Atlanta yeah. might only win this division at 9 or 10. I don't think they'd right. run away, you know?
1: That's about what I see Atlanta as, too, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've uh, probably got the three teams jumbled up in the same bag, too. I just happened to come up with New Orleans last and Tampa, right. too. we just
2: picked different names out of the hat when we picked this division.
1: Right. Uh, so, for me, the <laughs> Saints, uh, you get emo boy Derek Parr taking over at quarterback. I don't have any confidence that – uh, that's going to work. I don't have confidence that Michael Thomas can stay on the field for a whole year. Uh, Carl, will be throwing to Chris Olave a lot, which is fine, but he's, that's all. I think that's all he's got. Cause Alvin Kamara is, is down the first three games of the season uh, for suspension. And his play has been going down besides that. So I, I don't think it's a bright outlook uh, down at the big easy. Um, and Carolina, we both got three. Yeah. Best of luck, Bryce young, um, He's got a great teacher. I'll say this. He's got a great teacher of offense in Frank Reich, and he's got a solid offensive line. So I, I think they're going to yeah. have some surprising wins uh, in Carolina. Um, and then I got Tampa as the second best in this division. When you're starting quarterback battles between Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask, uh, you already know it's not, it's not going to be very good in Tampa. And I still got them too, only because the talent is still there on defense. Um I don't, you know, the, the motivation might not be there because you don't have Brady anymore, but the talent is, is definitely still right. there. Uh, so that that's pretty much the reason why I got him second.
2: I feel bad for those teams, though, because the Bucs to me are going to be sort of like the Broncos where you have last year where you have this great defense and your offense is so bad yeah, and so untrustworthy that your defense just kind of phones it in, <laughs> shall we say. Well, they wear
1: out after a while. When you yeah, take the field, they're going the a, a lot. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> yes. So I could see that with Tampa. So Tampa could be one of those teams that maybe you know, wins a couple of games early, low scoring, you know, 14 to 12 type games. And it just, they keep getting nothing out of that offense. And then that just starts to, those 14 to 12s become 17-14s. And now they're losing. And it could be just, and then it just gets snowballs and gets worse for them. so – that's why I have them last. I don't think that they're, you know, first pick in the draft bad, but I, I definitely have them in last.
1: Okay. Uh, the betting public wants uh, to believe in New Orleans, and they have them as the favorite to win the South. It's plus 115, hmm. followed by the Falcons at plus 200, followed by the Panthers at plus 450, and the Bucks last at plus 750. So I'm the only one that thinks the Bucks are possibly yeah. any decent. The,
2: yeah, so the uh, – but... so the... Public is. I mean, the the betting odds are flipped on the first two. But uh, from where we, um, from what I have and what you have, with the Falcons winning, but they definitely don't like the Bucks.
1: Yeah, well, plus two hundred on the Falcons. That, that might be interesting. All right, yeah. NFC East. <laughs> we have ten minutes for them.
2: Yeah, this is easy. Eagles, <laughs> uh, Cowboys, Washington Football Club, <laughs> uh, team, the Team Manderskins. And uh, and the Giants, I have the Giants fallen out of the playoffs, finishing last. I have the Cowboys as my other uh, wild card in the NFC. So Eagles, I think in a cakewalk because they got better in the off season. They stole, play- they were just stealing guys at the draft. I don't know how every great player that was still on the board somehow just fell to the Eagles every every time it seemed like they returned to pick. They're like, oh look what we found. <laughs> Oh, oh Jalen Carter. Oh, how'd he fall to us? Oh, my God. That, that should not happen for a Super Bowl ch- uh, runner-up, almost Super Bowl champion. So uh, that one was easy for me. And then Cowboys, football team, Giants.
1: All right. Uh, yeah, Georgia Eagles. Uh, fly, fly, Eagles, fly. Just to keep adding as many Georgia players as possible. It's um, working. Uh, uh, Concur, Eagles number one. Concur, Cowboys two, and a wild card. Um, and I have um, Giants three and Washington four. Is the only difference. Okay.
2: so it's just the two that are not making the playoffs that we have flipped. <laughs> right. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah, Eagles. Like I said in the draft aftermath show, they appear to be trying to win every game by allowing no yards, and, and, which is okay. And that
2: if it, if the goal is to outscore the opponent. Yeah. They can't win if they don't score.
1: Wow, brilliant! That, absolutely brilliant.
2: That's some Tim McCarver um, wisdom right there.
1: <laughs> they can't win if they can't score.
2: Yeah, the team can't win if they don't score any points.
1: <laughs> Good strategy. They uh, they took aim at their biggest weakness, which is run defense. So the the, the Georgia Eagles be ready to roll on that D line, but uh, look 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 out if they don't make the play up front because the linebacker core is really thin. Uh, TJ Edwards went to, to Chicago. Um, that, that's maybe the only thing that they're uh, still weak on a little bit. Um, and let's see if the uh, new OC Brian Johnson can keep the progress going as Shane Steichen uh, got a job and left. Um, but yeah, there's there's not a lot to dislike with the
2: Eagles. They they look
1: like they're ready uh, in in all phases pretty much, and and they're they're going to be double tough.
2: Yeah, I mean, what else to say? I, yeah, they came couple of minutes away from winning the super bowl uh potentially and uh got better
1: yeah crazy um and we both like the cowboys to uh stay up there near the top and and win a wild card spot you know that trey lance move though by by the gm slash owner slash deity of the cowboys jerry jones
2: oh that's that's a shot at Dak.
1: that was a comedy skit what other owner in the league would do that right after his franchise quarterback dropped another turd in the playoffs like Dak did? Oh, yeah. That was no, an absolute that... comedy skit right there.
2: Total shot. <laughs> Total shot. Now, everybody, oh. everybody had Trey Lance as a high first-round pick. I mean, so it wasn't like the Niners reached. They just paid too much and reached mm. a little bit. But everybody had him as a first-rounder and yeah. hey you can scoop up a first round talent from a couple you know 2 3 years ago in the draft who's basically just been injured the whole time and you can get him for a 4 and the and the word is now that Jerry Jones did this without even telling anybody he just did it right, right. uh
1: um, jerry jones didn't tell, like then the quarterback no comedy so
2: Dak, Dak's on notice
1: that that team is absolute high comedy um,
2: but they're talented it, high comedy, and that's what they're really sad about. It, is, yeah, we can make fun of them, but you know, I make fun of their joke coach, um, and we make fun of Dak and Dak time, but they got a lot of talent on that team.
1: They do. Uh, if Jerry were a coach, I bet he'd put Lance in at some point this year.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we might see him. Well, and that's I, I don't know if McCarthy's Mike McCarthy, that Mike McCarthy will not run him off tackle like Shannon <laughs> Hannigan Jr. did. Okay, that, fair enough. Uh,
1: but yeah, nothing's changed with the Cowboys. Plenty of talent, but no one's hit is screwed on straight there. Nobody. Not the quarterback, no. not the coach, not the owner, nobody. So
2: No, they'll make the playoffs and bow out uh, and gracefully.
1: In comedic fashion, in yes. absolute and, Benny and, Hill and, comedic, and, comedic yes.
2: fashion. Two years in a row. Oh, my God. Yeah, they'll have Ezekiel. <laughs> well, he's gone, so they can't have him do that. No,
1: they, they can't have it'll him. Be <laughs> it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be fun. Uh, Dak's still there. He can still uh, uh, run a running play with no timeouts and, and <sighs> try to run, run oh down the God. field and ground the thing. And yeah.
2: So let's get some odds, make a pick, and we can do our uh, playoff run. I guess in the after show.
1: Okay. Uh, NFC East Eagles minus one twenty, big favorite. Shot Cowboys.
2: Cowboys no, plus actually- one. That's a that's a bet worth taking. I hate to say it. <laughs> and,
1: and Cowboys plus one seventy five is that good of odds only because it's the Cowboys. But most people probably wouldn't uh, put them in no, that stage. No, I wouldn't stage. put
2: money on that. I'd actually feel like I don't like taking favorites. But one hundred and twenty to win a hundred, it's not the worst.
1: Uh, Giants plus seven fifty and Commanders plus twelve hundred to round out the
2: NFC East. We didn't need to talk much about either one of them because, yeah. Man.
1: I had nothing to say. <laughs> uh, where are we going from here? We're we making our uh, our Super Bowl picks and then making the game pick?
2: Uh, sure. I, we can do that quick. Uh, I've got the Bills and the Steelers in the AFC Championship. Niners and the Eagles with the rematch. I've got the Bills and the Niners in the Super Bowl. And I've got the Niners winning it all. San Francisco 49ers winning the Super Bowl.
1: Wow. Over, over Hipster Jays, Bills, over over the Bills? Um, I didn't do uh, who I think would make the conference title game, but ah. I did do uh, my Super Bowl picks. I have the Bills winning the AFC. I have the Eagles, once again, winning the NFC. They probably beat the Niners because that's about the only uh, other decent team in the uh, the the NFC. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I, because I think it's that round robin, those three teams in the AFC, it was since he's turned to go to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Last year, Chiefs came through. I think it's the Buffalo Bills' turn, and I think they finally put it all together, win it for tomorrow, whatever you want to call it. I'm taking the Bills to win the Super Bowl over the Eagles.
2: It would be a now great game if that happened. That is not a cool pick right now. Just so you no. know, so you might want to put some money on that.
1: Right, because the Bills are, you know, not being loved by by everybody. That's for sure. All um, right, and I don't. We got a game on Thursday night. Oh, we sure do. I was in the middle of looking up the uh, the Super Bowl odds just to see what that would be, but I'll get to that in the after show. Because as usual, we have 90 seconds left to pick the first game of the season. It's the Lions, it's the Chiefs, it is Travis Kelsey completely questionable with a knee that he messed up in practice today, so nobody knows if he's going to make it out there with that hyperextended knee. And we know Jameson Williamson won't won't be out there for Detroit because he's uh, doing a gambling suspension. We decided to go with the BetMGM odds of Lions plus five at the Chiefs.
2: I'll tell you what, I don't have a lot of time to say it, but I'm taking the uh, Chiefs, Niners. I'm taking the Chiefs, I'm giving the five. I feel like I'm getting them at a discount, thanks to Travis Kelsey and the questionable status that he has. And uh, the Lions didn't play anybody in the preseason. And the Chiefs did. I'm taking the Chiefs.
1: Okay. Um, It wouldn't be a discount if Kelsey doesn't play, because then the line would be even lower. It'd be probably Chiefs minus four or three. Might be. Um, as I said on this show, uh, I accidentally have already bet the Detroit Lions you did. Uh, to, to win this game uh, because I thought I was betting them in the, in the preseason. However, thinking about it, I said, you know what? They're the ankle biters. This is their big national stage. This is their big chance to show everybody to justify the hype. Yeah, they'll probably win this game. And the Chiefs kind of don't want to come out and fight all the time. Uh, I'm going to stick with that. I'll take the, the Lions. I'll take the plus five, and I'll definitely love it if Kelsey doesn't play.
2: You're not locking uh, that so up? <laughs>
1: that. Uh, no, no. That that I'm not going to do. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, so I told you I was saving a stat. Um, yep. So I can say it now because we've already made the first pick, so i will also in the after show so I can say it again. Uh, last year, the teams that did not play their offensive starters – in the preseason, three and eight week one. <laughs> so the Lions are one of those teams. You'd think that the Chiefs would have been, but they weren't.
1: No, I I remember uh, Mahomes uh, playing a, a couple series yeah. and trying, uh, and that made sense because he's got so many guys that weren't prominent parts of the team last year, and he right. wants to you know, get that rapport with them. So I, I completely understand that.
2: And uh, very much like we're talking about with the Jets and the Bills, although that's more of a rivalry, that's more hatred. I think the Chiefs know that, the, that this is the, the hot shit team coming in to play them, that everybody's loving going into the season. Um, I think we could be in a sunning situation here.
1: Mm. Lions aren't ready to be on that level yet?
2: I don't think so. so Boy, could you imagine the hype machine if the Lions go in and win this game?
1: Yes, and that's why I think they're going to go in and win this game because this is what they do.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, well, however Packers, I already like, put money on them did, they had their mission right. We're
2: keeping the Packers out of the playoffs. You know, otherwise, I mean, Lions were fairly pedestrian last year,
1: <laughs> except for those games that they had no business winning. That Ben Johnson called crazy reverses and stuff like that, and they actually pulled out some wins that they they had no business winning. So, yeah, uh, they, no, they, they got that streak to them. They got that sort of devil-may-care, you know, we-have-nothing-to-lose type uh, type attitude to them. I think that's going to carry them far this year.
2: Yeah, and uh, to give you, yeah, last year, uh, their first game, they lost 38-35 against the Eagles. Shootout. Yeah.
1: I, I like the uh, over here, too. I got them winning 34-31.
2: And this in the Lions last year were sort of the anti uh, Titans because the Lions were one two three four five the Lions were one in six at one point last season.
0: Hmm.
2: I don't think we look we just don't look back and have that we don't think about those things.
1: Yeah, we just look at that final result. Yeah, but that's, that's what makes that, them they such
2: a, completely turned it around and yeah,
1: that's what makes uh, them the hype their team. Only,
2: their only losses after week eight were to the Bills and the. Panthers,
1: okay. <laughs> well, it's, Sometimes there's just can't hotel. win them all, right? So uh, fun. That was that's a
2: fun show. You got the Bills going all the way.
1: Yeah, if if it doesn't happen this year, it's not going to happen. This, this is their you time. Took, this is their last. You chance. took my move. I did.
2: I've got the sin. I've got the Niners. It's like I've got your pick, and you've got my pick.
1: <laughs> yeah, you. I love the Niners, but you took you the if they win you had the big balls you had the go you got your chocolate and my peanut butter <laughs> you got your peanut butter in my chocolate uh, so uh, yeah i was i was looking for the uh, super bowl odds here um with these future bets outright super bowl winner um my uh, pick of the bills would be plus 900 that sounds nice and juicy yeah. uh you 49ers are the next pick after the Bills right there at plus 1,000.
2: Wow. So 100 wins you 1,000.
1: Yeah. The uh, actual so favorite, think. of course, would be the Chiefs at plus 600. So a
2: Chiefs 1, Eagles 2?
1: Yep. Eagles at plus 800. Okay. And then Bills are the third pick, and the Niners are the fourth.
2: I mean, realistically, I can see any of those teams winning the Super Bowl.
1: I mean, Even and the there bank- are
2: – Oh, the, Bing, the,
1: the Bengals at the fifth pick, even, uh plus 11. I was going to say,
2: there, there's, there's Super Bowl caliber. Yeah, the Bengals should be right there because that's sort of, like you said, that's that, you know, that that sort of like murderer's row that you have to run through every year, the round-robin tournament that the Chiefs and the Bengals and the Bills seem to be in every season now.
1: And then Aaron Rodgers trying to stick himself in there with the Jets. Yeah, we, we don't see that happening.
2: Yeah, if I could short the Jets, and I would. <laughs> you know, that, that the narrative was there for the the Jets had the big narrative push. Um, the Lions have had a big narrative push. The Bears have had a narrative push, and you know, I'm not I'm not buying into. I mean, the Lions are the only ones out of out of that group that I have getting in um, getting into the playoffs, sneaking as a wild card. I like what they're doing. I mean, it's been a long time since the Lions have had it any kind of relevance.
1: But here they are. And, and with, yeah. uh, with a vengeance with everybody. loving and, them. And,
2: and for all we know, they could show up on Thursday night and lose 41, 13 and <laughs> oh, they are lions again.
1: All right. Who were the big uh, shorts that you were interested in? The jets and who else?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, just a short for as far as like the playoffs and uh, all that, the bears, but the, you know, the bears shouldn't oh. be getting a big push. Um,
1: I don't hear too many people saying the Bears are going to make the playoffs, though. So, oh, I've
2: seen some. I, I've uh, seen some pushes, and it's like, whoa, okay, let's slow it down a little bit.
1: The Jets are definitely uh, getting hyped for that. Jets, to make the playoffs, no is plus 115. Yes is minus 140. Uh, it's, not,
2: Bear... it's, not, it's not juicy.
1: <laughs> okay. Bears, to make the playoffs, uh no is minus two hundred and ten. People are not saying the Bears are going to make the playoffs. Okay. Yes is plus one hundred and seventy. Wow. Uh, maybe some people are making noise up there uh, near where you are because it's the, near Chicago, but no, nobody else thinks the Bears are going to make the playoffs.
2: I've seen, some, I've seen some media stuff, some uh, crazy stuff, but there's so many talking heads out there, and so many crazy takes. That was one of the man. crazier ones I saw.
1: And lions to make the playoffs yes is a big minus one seventy five and noah's plus one forty five
2: i'm still not i'm still not seeing where I need to part myself from my money <laughs> okay <laughs> uh
1: that was the other big uh, surprise uh, did you have green bay making the playoffs i
2: had them as a i had them as the last of the wild cards
1: Green Bay to make the playoffs yes is a plus one sixty five hmm. that's, that's okay interesting. Uh, but yeah, I, I think we both are uh, have some surprise picks uh, in, in our in our picks, and we both have some kumbaya definitely.
2: Well, yeah, especially when we tried to like shock each other by keeping the Ravens <laughs> out. What are the Ravens uh, playoff odds? Like we had a no on the Ravens.
1: Uh, we did. Uh, I don't even even if the odds are juicy, I don't think I feel strong enough to to short them to throw money against them. But uh, Ravens, to make the playoffs, no, is a plus 140.
2: That's not worth it.
1: No. no because there's enough of a chance that they actually put it together to, to make it.
2: So um, Okay, so what are like the Cardinals not to make the playoffs?
1: <laughs> uh, should be the, the best odds on the book. Where where are the Cardinals? It's
2: probably like plus
1: 1,500. <laughs> um, oh, there they are. Minus two thousand dollars uh, to not make the playoffs.
2: <laughs> I have to gamble two grand <laughs> just
1: just to, win 100. to make
2: a hundred dollars. And you know what? I'd win that hundred dollars.
1: <laughs> I couldn't but I couldn't gather the two grand to, to bet. Yeah to make the hundred dollars
2: and all you're getting is a hundred.
1: Right. Like if I've gathered two hundred dollars and and send that in, I'd make ten bucks.
2: Right. I mean, <laughs> you're only going to make you're making five percent. I can just put my stuff in a <laughs> treasury. I can buy a make bond <laughs> for sixty days or whatever, right? I can, you know. Yes. I can make I could make it. I can make five percent just doing that, just investing it. The only and thing I'm going I'll be to worth... get my five percent. There's there's so that's what I'm going to get. There's still that chance. <laughs> the Cardinals <laughs> make the playoffs. Maybe. Whatever Toon he is, Nick Toon, I don't know who this guy is.
1: Cartoon. Yeah,
2: yeah. Whoever this backup quarterback is, you know, the, the, after Josh Dobbs, maybe he's great, and we just don't know it.
1: The only thing that'd be worth it is you could find a site that will let you parlay those teams that aren't gonna like. If oh, I can take, my God. if I can if ball I can up Ariz-
2: yeah, Arizona, Arizona, Houston, and, and Indy, and Indy, yeah.
1: If I can put them in a ball. And and bet that, I'm sure I'd get a a lot better than 5%. But I don't know of a site that'll let you do that. Although I'm sure there is one out there somewhere.
2: Oh, yeah, I would love to bundle those.
1: You can do a lot of crazy stuff with with these props uh, on some of these sites. I've actually made a little money in baseball recently, uh, only because I'm taking a lot of these teams that just beat the fuck out of everybody, like the Braves and the Dodgers, and I'm just going crazy with the spreads, like – Dodgers minus like three and a half and shit like that. That's the only way you can make money with those buy, big are favorites Are you buying like
2: runs? That. I mean, are you so, – or are you – what are you doing?
1: I'm, I'm just – I'm taking the favorites and giving as many runs as they're allowing me to to give.
2: Okay. Like I've never, that obviously increases the odds, right?
1: Right, right. Because I've never seen – when back in the uh, original uh, internet gambling days, I've never saw baseball spreads – bigger than minus one and a, half,
2: one and a half. right yeah that's the standard baseball spread that
1: was the standard spread so now with this new age of gambling they uh, these sportsbooks will give you minus three minus if it's even you know my three and a half i think uh, or four is the biggest that i've seen um and, and the, like the braves beat everybody by 10 runs so it doesn't matter you can't give enough runs with, with some of these teams so and and it, and it works so i Never thought I could make any money with baseball. I've been actually winning and making a little money with it. The other thing I did that uh, worked was whatever day that was, either last week or the week before, that the Cubs were playing at Wrigley, uh, and the wind was blowing twenty miles an hour in, and I just killed the under on those games, and that, that oh, yeah. obviously worked out. Yeah,
2: there were there were balls that were like, like balls that would have been out on Waveland that weren't right, even making the track,
1: right. Just getting crushed and then getting caught. was like yeah, that yep, was that series that, they what played I against.
2: The, that was the series they played against the Brewers, and I know one of those games was a one nothing game that was like yes, that because the wind was just howling in off the lake. Yeah. And there were easily four home runs that the Brewers would have had in that game because I think it was Hendricks out there just soft tossing, basically just throwing BP, <laughs> and it didn't matter because everything was just dying on the track.
1: Correct. Beautiful. Just study your weather reports, kids. That's all I can tell you.
2: Yeah, if the wind's blowing in at Wrigley, it could be 500 down the lines. <laughs> nothing nothing leaves that park unless you hit it uh, on a line drive. That's right.
1: I wish I would have put 500 on those games. That would really made a killer. Ah. <sighs> Uh, that is our uh, NFL preview show. Always fun to to look at that and and surprise, well, At least we surprised each other with our our championship picks, even if we didn't surprise each other with some of our division picks. Uh,
2: but oh, we did absolutely! Surprise, we did have uh, some surprises. Yeah, I think our big surprise. I think the one where we shocked each other was when we both left the Ravens out of the playoffs, which I don't think <laughs> is the cool pick.
1: I uh, know it's. Uh, it's. It's. I think that's pretty gutsy because the Ravens are one of the stalwarts uh, of the league, um, and they're one of ours, <laughs> and, and and definitely one of ours. <laughs> we definitely talk about how much we respect the uh, the Ravens and and John Harbaugh, but yeah, it just it just feels a little weird. Uh, it, it, all the love and, and and assumption that Lamar. That's another uh, hype thing that I'm looking at is all the love that. Lamar Jackson is getting like, oh, got a new coordinator, got new weapons. He's going to be the MVP again,
2: really? Okay. Yeah, didn't we we've we've heard this before? We we've we've been through this with Lamar Jackson before. Yeah, they said this when he got Hollywood Brown, right? Oh yeah. It's going to be easy.
1: Said that when he got Devin Duvernay.
2: Yeah, every, we now it's Zay Flower. You know, at some yeah. point they're going to realize. It's not the receivers.
1: Maybe it's the quarterback.
2: Maybe it's Lamar.
1: Hmm. Maybe Maybe
2: it's, maybe uh, he has uh, all this rapport with Mark Andrews because he's a huge guy standing in his field of vision.
1: I don't know if you're allowed in in our political climate to say that Lamar Jackson might not be a very good quarterback. I can do it. And I'll say Lamar Jackson
2: might not be a very good quarterback. Why can't I say that? I can't say that because he's black.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know if you're allowed to say it.
2: Oh. Well, I'm, I I'm allowed to say it. Well, we make fun of Dak.
1: <laughs> oh, God. The only people who don't make fun of Dak are fucking Cowboy fans, and they're all idiots.
2: They all love Dak that, that time. <laughs> I mean, we've even got a meme around Dak. <laughs> we have a stat. We can measure meaningless fourth-quarter comebacks.
1: We need to patent that. All these uh, sports info solutions and, and PFF and all these yeah. different people making up new stats. We made up a new stat, and, and we think it's pretty accurate.
2: It when is, Dak, that time. When
1: Dak Prescott gets down 21 points in the fourth quarter, that's the only time. But it's also after playing
2: like complete garbage for the first three quarters. <laughs> right. So it's that's you've got to have those multiple elements to make that's up right. Dak time.
1: Yeah, but he, then he, he plays goes for two
2: hundo and three touchdowns <laughs> in the fourth quarter. In
1: one quarter, right?
2: That's dak time. Uh,
1: that's absolutely dak time. Yes. Uh, uh, so if you want to be uh, bored and here we talk about the uh, the new gig, I can I can do that because I've had my first game that was Yeah, I and mean,
2: so I was the first taste. I mean, was it was it fun?
1: Uh, you're, this is going to be the only reason I say boring is because you've heard this. Uh, from the producers of Dre's Vacation Adventures, I give you what a horrible time I had, but it was fun. <laughs> I mean,
2: it still had a horrible. great time. <laughs> but I I'm going about this time. horrible experience I had, but no, really, I had a great time.
1: They won't let you park at the Liberty Bowl. You can't park anywhere near the Liberty Bowl unless you have a season ticket parking pass, and I don't have season tickets. I have the ticket that they bought, oh. that the company bought, that they sent to my phone the night before the game, which was very stressful because it was all the way up to like 8.30 uh, Friday night, last Friday night, and I still didn't have the ticket, and they finally sent it to me. It's like, God damn, I'll, I'll leave where you're going to wait. Uh, so anyway, I finally got the ticket. I went through the day of uh, Saturday uh, day of work. I, I went to get something to eat, and then I made my way down to the stadium and by the time I got down to the perimeter of the stadium, it was it was between like a quarter to five and five o'clock. And kickoff was at six. I thought that was plenty of time to get down there, find somewhere to park and make it into the stadium. Little did I know that they actively make it as difficult as possible to park around the Liberty Bowl because every lot that's anywhere near the stadium, you have to have a pass. And so I went through like two different times where I drove all the way down to where there's a a guy at the gate and he's looks at me and he says, do you have a parking pass, a season ticket parking pass? And I said, uh, no. And he said, well, you have to turn around here. Okay, fine. Turn around, go down the other side of the stadium. Do you have a season ticket parking? No. Okay. You got to turn around. Well, where am I supposed to park? And he's talking about the Coca-Cola building, which is uh, where they used to have a Coca-Cola factory going down here, which is uh, defunct now. I can't tell you how far away that Coca-Cola building is from uh, the Liberty Bowl, but it's not anywhere close to the Liberty Bowl. And I'm like, I ain't parking all the way down there. So now I'm driving around the uh, the neighborhood trying to find somewhere to park. First place I settled on wanted $30. And I actually yeah. said, fine, I don't care. I just want to park. Then the guy said, but it has to be cash. Who the fuck carries $30 in cash anymore? So I, no, I don't have $30 in cash. Okay gotta leave there now the time is ticking now i'm flop sweating and i'm like because the they want you they, they specifically want you in your seat a half hour before the game so that you can do uh like uh uh tests on your phone to show uh, how strong your signal is uh so you can log into the to the actual app and start oh, getting wow, ready sure. to do the game um and i had every intention of getting there you know to be in there a half hour before the game started like i said i was driving around uh an hour before the game started. So I thought I'd be in there plenty of time, but nope. So I'm driving around the $30 lot was talking about. They want cash only. I find another place. It's not really close to the stadium, but, and they want $20. It was like a, some high school's parking lot. And did I, I I'm trying to, remember, did I park the car? Or did I tell the girl, I, I don't know if I, I think I just parked and I didn't ask the girl that she, did they take cash or a card? I just parked. Then I'm walking back and I asked the girl about it. She says, yeah, cash only. I'm like, well, damn, this place happened to be next door to a Dollar General uh, store. And she says, well, there's an ATM in there in the Dollar General. Okay, great. I'll go in the Dollar General and and get some cash. I walk in the Dollar General and I ask the cashiers, "Uh, do you have an ATM? And they go, no, honey, sorry, we don't have an ATM. What the fuck? Now I go back (laughs) outside and I, they said they don't have an ATM, and the girl says, that's strange. People have been going in there and getting cash, and, and no problems. I don't know what's going on. Well, it, it probably uh, someone else I was overhearing it, they, they, and they come up to me and say, they're probably just going in there and buying something and getting the cash back on their car. I'm like, oh, that's not a fucking ATM. Okay, fine. So I go in there, and I buy a thing of cat shoes, and I get the uh, $20 cash back. And I go out and I come back out and I hand her the the, the twenty dollars. Okay, that's settled. But at this point now it's five thirty. Now I'm in trouble because the stadium, however far away, it's probably about a 15, 20 minute walk. And so now I'm walking. Now it's, it's you know it's eighty five degrees, whatever it is. I'm sweating. I'm walking. I'm I'm trying to walk as fast as I can. I'm you know out of breath and whatnot. I, I get into finally get to the perimeter. Finally get inside. Get in line to to get into the stadium. Uh, we're on we're on a roll like fifty five. So now I'm in the stadium. Now I got to do this long ass climb up these uh, stairs and up the, up the stands to get to the seat. They're they're doing the anthem, so we're like coming up to you know close to it. We're close to kickoff. Uh, but so I finally make it up there. But I'm you know it took forever. I'm sweating. I'm just dying. But I'm here. I finally made it. Now I go to the phone to, to get to the, uh, the speed test. And the, the guy is calling me, by the way, the football, um, one, of the, one of the leaders on the, uh, on the game is, uh, is calling me while this is happening. And I'm like, I'm on my way. I'm, I'm just sat down. I'm, I'm here. I'm sorry. You know, He's obviously panicking because I'm not there yet. Uh, so now it's 5.50, 5.55. They're doing the anthem. They're doing a little pregame stuff. I try to open up the app. The app that, that we've been practicing with is is it's like a a web app. So it's on it's not a app that you go to the app store and get. It's on a, a URL. It's
2: on your browser. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We've been using the same URL all this time practicing for this past month. For some reason, the guy sends me on text and says you all have to click on this URL now to get to the app because they had some other updates that they did. So now you have to go through this URL to get to the app. Problem is my password isn't saved on that URL. All this stuff that I just went through trying to get into the stadium, I don't remember what my damn password is. So I completely blanked out on my password. They kicked off game started. I can't get in the app. I'm trying to reset my password. I missed the entire first drive. Tigers scored a touchdown and you know, seven nothing and everything's going and everything's happening. And I'm just flopping and sweating. I look, I look like a uh, broadcast news, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just sweating every- oh, it, was, it was awful finally changed the password and got in and was able to do the rest of the game at that point but just so frustrated and angry that I had to go through all that I had no idea it was going to be that hard to park when I got down there um, I'm mad because I completely missed the first series and, and I'm sure I look like a unprofessional boob to these guys in this first go around but to their credit they uh, when I apologize for it. they just came right back and said, "Hey, first week for everybody, it's okay, so they acted like it was all good um but i had I had fun I had a great time the, the game was fun, and then the app worked fine for me uh the rest of the way, and they said it was you know great job after it was over and uh, so I think everything turned out okay uh you know transmitting the the data back to them once I finally was able to fucking get in and change my password um had a had a good time uh partner was was a good guy uh young young. Uh, young man. He's a football coach. Um, he said he's doing this because he wants to get something uh on his resume, because uh, he wants to go further uh, you know, in sports in his career. So that's why he's uh took this gig and it seemed like he very knowledgeable and uh think everything's gonna work out really good as far as that goes. Uh the reason I'm uh not available this coming Saturday, which is uh something we haven't told the uh the two or three listeners is that our week one show that's traditionally on Saturday is going to be, uh, uh, you said you were okay with Sunday morning.
2: Uh, yeah. Sunday morning we do like a nine o'clock.
1: Okay. Um, because I'm going back out, uh, Saturday night, uh, to do, uh, Arkansas state. And this is where it gets, uh, interesting. Um, as far as, uh, our schedule for our shows go, I don't know why they asked us to do Arkansas State. This is their first home game, Arkansas State, Um, and they already asked us both to, to do that game. I don't know if they have anybody for Arkansas State games. They might ask us to do more or all of the Arkansas State games as well as the Tigers games. I don't know. Um, it's a hour, hour and a half drive from Memphis, so it remains to be seen. If I want to do Arkansas State games, if this just completely wears me out doing it this first time, I might not uh, accept any more offers for, for that. But uh, the first time they asked, I just kind of got this streak like, just say yes. Whatever they're asking, just go with it. Just say yes. Yeah. It, it, might, it might turn out great, and you know you're going to get a, a bonus for doing it because it's a distance bonus uh, automatic for that. Um, so yeah, why not? Let's go. Let, let's, let's see how it works out. So that's why I'm going out there Saturday night to, to do the Arkansas state game, which ironically is against Memphis. But, um, so I don't know. I don't know how many games they're going to ask me to do, but the first one, once I finally got in, seemed to go well. Uh, and we'll ignore the, uh, hell that I went through to get into the stadium and we'll ignore the, well, uh, torture yeah, that I know went the routine. through. Well, I, so The the routine is I'm never going down there again to park. Um, I saw on the Tigers' website that apparently there's a shuttle that if I go to the the Holiday Inn over there near the university, that there's a a $10 shuttle that you can take Ah. to the games and back. And that is what I'll be doing going forward because you cannot park close to the stadium. They will not let you park close to the stadium unless you have a season ticket pass, and I don't have that. And I can't find where to buy that.
2: Now you get to do this for, for Arkansas.
1: So now I get to do this for Arkansas State. I I hope to God it's not as crazy down there uh, as it is uh, up here. Um, it, it can't be that stadium. Arkansas State is uh, stadium is tiny. I think it's only it holds thirty thousand people. There's no way they're gonna have the same issues uh, parking at Arkansas State. I, at least I hope they won't. Uh, but I will be getting down there as early as I possibly can to uh, the hopefully avoid anything like that. And it was torture of leaving because I got turned around and lost and couldn't find my where I parked the car because it was dark and I was disoriented and I was wound up walking through an alley uh, next to homeless people and I'm lucky somebody didn't shiv me but I had a great time really I did
2: I I believe you it sounds like (laughs) it It sounds like it was great all I heard was sweating and parking (laughs) and and cash but I think once you got there you were actually doing the work you enjoyed yes. it. I don't think you enjoyed everything up to that.
1: Just like every vacation I take. I hate everything leading up to it, but once I'm actually in it I'm having a good time. Yeah. Story it. will be life.
2: kinda kinda like when we go to when we go to Florida next month, you know, it'll be you because know, 'cause we're taking our time getting there. We're taking the drive over three days, uh, to get there.
1: But you like driving though.
2: Yeah. I don't like flying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It'd be so much quicker if you flew, but I understand you. You hate flying.
2: Yeah, you're not yeah, you're not alone.
1: You.
2: Right, it's easier to bring things home with you and see yeah, more things along the way, and you know that's part of it's that part.
1: That's definitely true. It is. Uh, uh, it it sucks to to buy souvenirs uh, when, when you're on a trip or a cruise or something then i'm like okay how do i get this back home because i was already right my suitcase was already full when i came here and now i got more stuff so yeah that, that does suck and then you got children so they're gonna really want a lot of stuff i i, I get
2: that. Uh, i know they will
1: uh, but i'm definitely looking forward to you guys coming down i already put there's a way to put on the uh the the game scheduler that you can x off days that you're not available so i i oh. made that that day uh, unavailable October, for me.
2: October twenty first. No. Yes.
1: No, that's <laughs> already in red. Red X on it. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, do you have anything uh, you want to share? oh no, um, it's been a Long my day.
2: Opinion. I I woke up at four thirty this morning. Oh wow. I don't know why. Just you know, sometimes you ever just wake up and it's like you, you, know wait, what? you lay in there and you don't want to get up and it's like, oh man, okay, now I gotta. I gotta go to the bathroom. And, right, right. And then you get up, and then you're you're up, and that's it. Yes. And there's just no. And that's how it was for me this morning. So, I did something I normally don't do. Uh, about five o'clock, I took about a two-hour nap.
0: Okay.
2: And just like, I got a show tonight, and I'm 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 beat. I don't want to reschedule the show. So it's my daughter was home, and I just said, I'm going upstairs, you know, because my wife and son uh, were at a. Uh, swim meet for one of our, one of our cousins. So I was just okay. like, you know what, I'm going to take a nap to skip me up when, when, when mom gets home. <laughs> I ended okay. up waking up about ten minutes before they got home and had dinner, but it, it made a difference because that, that I don't know if I would have made it through the show without that nap.
1: Hey, that's, that's what you got to do sometimes. No, waking up at 4:30 and not going back to sleep. That was that's my uh, entire last month or so. I don't know uh, exactly what's been going on, but. Uh, that Today, I woke up at 5.15, and that's the latest I've woke up in a long time. Because usually, I'm up at yeah, 4, 4.30 every day. Don't know exactly why, but that's, that's been my life. I, I keep reading all these uh, health articles about uh, you know minimum eight hours of sleep every night, and I'm like, I don't remember the last time I slept for eight hours. <laughs> I just I never do that, so I guess I'm just not living healthy enough. I don't know.
2: So uh, we're back on Sunday for not not quite a full football party.
1: Right, but that's, week one is never the full party because we're not re- reviewing uh, all the other games.
2: Nope, well, so, one game to talk about and a whole bunch of picks.
1: That's right. One hot hour at uh, 9 central to, yes. get, to get ready for, for week one.
2: All right. I'm already looking good. at these lines and trying to figure out my I signed up this morning for one of these, because DraftKings is doing all their bonus stuff this week. So the first one was for, you know, you get a bonus thing if you sign up to do the Lions-Chiefs game. So you have to do a showdown matchup. That's going to be fun trying to figure out this Kelsey thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm already roped into it, so now it's like, oh, my God, I don't know what kind of a lineup I'm going to make for that game Um, because I you know, it was pre- It's pretty easy to just plug in Mahomes and Kelsey, and then just figure out other guys.
1: Ah, uh, not so easy now.
2: Not so easy because Mahomes will still get his. You just don't know right. who he's throwing it to. Exactly. So that's, well, that's ir- the fun of just seeing uh, and seeing how all the fantasy world overreacts to some rando <laughs> on the Chiefs who catches two touchdowns.
1: You know, it always happens. I I hope it's uh, Sky. I hope Sky Moore is the rando because I took him in my fantasy league. So. Oh, okay. All right.
2: So uh, it was a good show, I'll be honest. sorry.
1: Oh. <laughs> it. it's All right. It's been, it's been a long day, like you said. Yes. Uh, so that was our NFL 2023 preview where Jay comes out with the 49ers as his Super Bowl champs, and I come out with the Buffalo Bills we'll see how everything works out always fun just to get the uh, the football juices flowing get the the knowledge going through the through the brain and get back into football mode uh it's been a long summer of just kind of waiting for, for football to come back and now it's finally upon us and you know it's finally upon us because my kansas city chief's boss at work my 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 boss who's from kansas city uh is starting to talk that trash he's Talking tall stuff this morning, and he's already getting ready. So you know, football season is around the corner when he starts talking about his Chiefs. So uh, you know, is getting ready to to, to, put, to jump off and pop off, and it will get started Thursday night. Lions and Chiefs. We made our first pick. Lions plus five, and I'm taking the Lions, and Jason's going with the Chiefs. So we're head to head already to start the uh, to start the season. So it's always fun. All right. I think uh, I think we're done here. All right. All right. He is Jay. I am Dre. This has been In Much Less Detail, the podcast, getting you ready for another season, our 11th season of the podcast. And we're so glad that whoever is listening is out there still listening because we're going to do what we do no matter who's listening because we're just having fun, as we always do. Hopefully you're enjoying it and come back and join us Sunday morning, 9 a.m. East uh, 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern for our week one preview. Talk to you then.